Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his cousin gives you sports betting tips. I am your host, Professor Sides, and for the latest updates and information, you can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides, and you can find my cousin Jared on Twitter at Cousin Jared. This college football episode covers select games from week nine of the 2022 season. You should hear, check out the webpage on the banner. That's www.pixwiththeprofessor.com slash new. We'll get your primer and an explanation. Positive can you be? Go check that out if you haven't yet. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games, give you a few things to think on, and explain why certain plays are being made. We never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with us or against us before investing your hard money. We will make a pick on every game, but you should take what you like and leave the rest. Remember, there are no locks in gambling, so what we provide our loves, likes, and leans it is A, B, and C grades indicate our confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. However, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as we'd like to see it will be profitable each and every week, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Cousin Jared, I told the people last week, I said, I had an idea. I had an idea. And I te- we texted out. I had an idea. What if we just collaborated our picks? Because I really thought we were right there, but just combining our brains and kind of a filter, kind of a filtration process so that we could each kind of be like, you're a little crazy on that one. Or yeah. give ourselves the right boost, you know, needed to make plays. Sometimes it was just getting over the hurdle to make plays, right? We kind of, we'd seen that through the first half of the season where you would talk about things and I would, and Jake would be like, yeah, you should probably play that, you know? And it, and it would, yeah. and so, some of it was just that putting our brains, well, it worked pretty well last week. It so, did. It did. I'm excited. I, I, I am I can't believe how well it, it worked last week. How, how many units were we were we up again? I think it was 20, 27, something yeah, like that. Tw- yeah, 27, I don't know. Yeah, 27 it, on Saturday, 37 overall. It was something crazy. Yeah, so so an exciting weekend for sure. And I'm excited to see how how the rest of the season plays out. Yep, yep. Um it was a it was a fantastic week. Um the other thing that I just wanted to to make everyone aware of as you're going through this. We will. We are trying to learn. We are trying to kind of tweak our process in this. Um, we will try to do a good job at the end of recapping what our picks are, so that way you can hear it, you can write it down, type it in a sheet if if you need to. Um, we also will try to write down and give what our thresholds for A or B grade picks would be on games as well. So we thought last week went really well. But we're not just going to rest on our laurels. We are going to try to improve the process, make it better for you. And it, it, it kind of fleshed a little more. So it made, each game may last another 30 seconds longer. These are already long anyway. So I feel like if you're with us, you're with us, right? Yeah. Um, the other caveat this week, there's fewer games. And because, uh, Jared, as we were going through, there were a lot of things we really wanted to jump on right now. So we've got like a jumbo episode for you right here in episode one. So I have no idea how long this is going to last. Um, <laughs> you viewer seeing this, you know how long it is. I feel like it could be forever. Who knows how long it's going to last. Yeah. Um, but again, we will have the time stamps in the description so you can jump forward, re-hit things. But there's a lot of things that we wanted to go ahead and lock in early in the week a bunch of good numbers so we're only gonna actually have two episodes this week um every a lot of things in this one and then our normal one will bring uh, our friend jake on for our last episode where we'll cover every single game there's a lot to talk about uh this week but before we get to that some reminders please hit that like button if you're on youtube also if you aren't yet please consider subscribing or following it's free and if you turn on notifications you'll miss any of the college basketball mlb or college football content that this channel provides We've also got that Patreon page. If you're looking for extra benefits, membership starts at just three bucks per month. Get you the play of the days and all the plays that we aren't able to make on show. That's important because today there's a couple we've already talked about. 
what our thresholds for picks are, um, things that we kind of might put a couple units on and kind of wait and see what it is. All that's going to be delivered to Patreon, just $3 per month. Just gets you in the door, gets you all the extra plays that we aren't able to make on show. Um, it's going to come up for sure on this. And then a bunch of other benefits if you want. So we've got asked about having the picks alongside i've got a the the ten dollar a month package is your make your life easier with the shows ad free shows uh a list of all the picks that we made um early access to the show so that's that's kind of your like if you want more out of the show that's kind of your package so trying to provide some extra benefits um if you think it's worth it if you don't that's fine we love having you here for the free shows uh but if you want a little extra uh, that's out there for you. But otherwise, we'll get to it here. All lines courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link in the show description and current as of the time of this recording on Sunday night. So we're going to start off. We're actually going to cover some of the midweek games here. Thursday night, 7.30 Eastern kick, Louisiana and Southern Miss. Louisiana is a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. Total is 42-and-a-half. Uh, first off, Louisiana back. Maybe. I mean, I feel like they definitely, I, I kind of been saying this last couple of weeks. I was like, I think they've kind of bottomed out. Now they're kind of back on the rise. Yeah. Not as good as last year, obviously, but we at least think we found kind of roughly where they are. Not as good as before, but uh, they at least avoided the bottom getting out of the triple yeah. digits, right? So they at least yeah. stayed there. Sideline ranks them 73rd, says they're the better team in this matchup against Southern Miss, who's ranked 81st. Southern says this should be basically a pick em, so a small edge on Southern Miss at two and a half. I'm not sure if I'm – I think I, I want to be on Southern Miss here. I still am not really a huge believer in Louisiana. Um, I don't know if two and a half is worth jumping at, so I think it's kind of a, a, lean, a C-plus type pick at two and a half for me. Uh, maybe we wait and see if it hits three. Maybe you think two and a half is worth jumping on. I'm kind of on the fence there. And the total is 42 and a half. So I will let you uh, talk me into what our play should be for this game. Well, definitely think that a, a C grade at, at Southern Miss plus two and a half is the right call there. I, I'm like you. I don't have much much faith in, in Southern Miss. I feel like sideline has been on them more than a few times this season. And I feel like the, the results have been kind of 50-50 on, on mm -hmm. that. So uh, I think just a lean at, at two and a half. But I like the under 42 and a half here. And, and really the, the breakdown, you know, you can go back and listen to some other shows that we've done. But the break, breakdown is if Southern Miss is – miss is involved in a football game i want to be on the under almost no matter where it's at so so i think we should give a b grade to the under 52 and a half and 42 I think and that, half. yeah 42 and a half and i think the uh buy point here for an a grade would be 44 i don't know if it gets to 44 there are some 43 and a halfs out there there's like one or two places that that have 44 personally i would be shocked if this got you know consensus up to 44 that is a key number and you know, Southern Miss and even Louisiana, honestly, have liked to play low-scoring games this season. I would be surprised if we got to 44. But but even with that in mind, I think that both these teams love to play low-scoring games. So I'm good with giving a B grade under 42 and a half. Okay. My my question, yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think our buy point for a B grade is probably plus three. We think low-scoring game, give us a field goal. I yeah. think it's probably worth the investment there. Yeah. Um, my question to you on the under, I, I'm in complete agreement with you. The Southern Miss unders have been pretty good. I think the Louisiana unders have been pretty good as well for the most part. They've been a lower scoring team defense is kind of maybe how they're going to get back um, yeah. to being decent. Is this overthinking it? And should we just say like, is 42 and a half just too much? And is it just trying to get too cute with a number? Or is this just like, does this really get into the 40s? That's my question. And you could say it's possible. We still want to wait for that extra number. But I just, I'm not convinced this game can get in the 40s. So I'm curious how much hesitation you have on that possibility. 
I just think there's a lot of value uh, from from a where the numbers that games land on. I think there's a lot of value, obviously at 44, but even there's like 1.3 percent at like 43. And so, mm-hmm. to, and again, the entire market, honestly, besides Bet Online, is at 43 and a half, really. Mm-hmm. And so, this makes me think that maybe Bet Online will go to like 43 or 43 and a half eventually, and then you know. Even if it doesn't get to 44, you know, put the egg grade on it at 43 or something like that. Uh, okay. This is just where, you know, the numbers that we're using are a little bit out of line with the rest of the market. And so I think, you know, you might be able to wait 24 hours and maybe get okay. a, a better number there. Okay. So we're going to lock in uh, B grade under on 42 and a half, but we have an eye on this one. I think we both like this under. Uh, just real quick before we move on to this, when I look at Louisiana, they've had a couple high school games, but when you look at a team, that they're going to play like Southern Miss. It's probably a clock like Marshall. There were 36 points in that game. It's really like South Alabama. There were 37 points in that game. Um, Louisiana Monroe, there were 38 points in that game. So there's a lot of evidence that Louisiana can get ground down to a halt here. Southern Miss wants to do that as well. So I think we both like the under. We have our eye on it. We could easily add that third unit to it. So check out uh, Patreon on that. Uh, we'll, we'll just keep track of number, maybe add a 30 unit. So B grade under 42 and a half. And right now just a lean on Southern Miss plus two and a half, a C grade pick. Not a great number. Really, this one is the total. We think uh, under is the way to go here for the Thursday night game. Yep. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. Utah and Washington State. Utah's an eight-point road favorite. Sideline says this should be Utah minus 10.3. Utah's still ranked eighth, according to Sideline. And I think that says more about the, like, five through 15 than it does anything else because it's not that I think anybody's overly impressed with Utah. I think it's just that those teams that we've counted on um, to kind of fill in that gap have all kind of shown some flaws, right? You saw like with Texas this last weekend, I was concerned about them and that's two, two weeks in a row. Now we faded them successfully um, having some issues and we could just kind of go down the list, right? It's like all of them. It seems like there's just so many issues with those teams. So, I don't think it's about Utah. I think it's about, I don't know what's going on with that group. And when we were texting about this earlier today, you know, I mentioned a few teams that I thought were overrated a little bit based on, you know, sidelines, latest, latest ratings there. But the problem is, is, you know, the, the, the teams that I had in mind, if I move those teams down, that means that there are some other teams that have to move up and I don't know who those teams are to move up. (laughs) I think think that exactly proves your point. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Southern has Washington state at 50th. Um, I, I, I'd at least give a lean to Utah here. Obviously, you want seven. I'm not really that confident playing it um, at a number bigger than seven. I, for me personally, I think seven's my buy point on Utah, but um, I, it feels a lot like that late night Washington Cal game where it's like we kind of talked about it all week. We t- texted about it in the Discord uh, all Saturday. Just, it was sitting at seven and a half, waiting, waiting, waiting for seven. And then the game never gets to seven. And of course, the game finishes on seven. And we, yeah, we kept saying yeah. that was, and I, I kind of feel the same way about this one. I think Utah's the right side. They're the better team, but I really want seven personally. Total is 56. Utah's defense obviously been a little bit discouraging this season, but I think Washington state is a sneaky under team here. So I kind of like this under 56, 55 being a pretty key number there. Uh, Cause Jared, what's your take on this one? I think that's exactly what I was going to say. I think we should give the, the, 56 uh, total here give the under a b grade uh just because i mean a lot of people want to get caught up on on utah and definitely playing unders in utah games has not been a profitable endeavor Mm -hmm. this season but i think this is just as much about washington state especially playing at home probably more um, about more about to me yeah than than utah so let's give a b grade to the under 56 personally i think my spot for an a grade on here just because of what we've seen from utah this year would probably be 
all the way up to 59, I think okay. is where I would want this to get to, to give it an, an A grade, but anything 55 or above, I would definitely say a B grade on the under would be good. Yeah. I was, I was, I was going to ask you about that. I, I, I kind of think the same thing. It's one of those things with the volatility of it. It would have to be a number that I don't think we're going to see if it yeah. does get up into, you know, towards 60, obviously we could revisit that, but I'm like you, so we'll go in under 56 with a B grade in this one. And are you good with a lean on Utah minus eight C grade pick? I, I'm good with that. And and would you buy in at seven as well, or, or do you have a different number in mind? Um, I think, and I, you know, six I think this half, goes. Six. Yeah, I think I think six and a half because okay. I I do think this could get to be a low scoring game, and I could definitely see a lot of pushes at at seven. And I, yeah. if it's lower scoring, you know, it might be a little bit more difficult for for uh, Utah to win by more than seven. So just kind of like it's just not worth our time and our money, our yeah. our capital yeah. if it, if we can't yeah. win on seven. I I agree. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, Pullman on a Thursday night. I mean. Anything could happen in that game, in my opinion, as far as the, the spread goes. Washington State could stay in a game that they shouldn't, or Utah could blow them out. You know, I wouldn't yeah. really be surprised. Yeah. So we'll go with a lean on Utah minus eight C grade pick, but the under 56 is a B grade for that one. Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, East Carolina, BYU. Uh, I mean, BYU, I mean, there's really no words at this point. I've said it for weeks. I, every no. week I come on here, and I'm like, y'all, BYU just isn't that good. I think we're going to look back at that Baylor win and be like, how in the world did that happen? Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. already thinking that. I think it's going to get even more confusing as the season goes along. Uh, BYU done to 78th in sideline. I mean, that is just an insane fall. East Carolina, a very impressive win against UCF this last week. Uh, they're up to 52nd. According to the model, Sidelines says this should be ECU minus 3.1, but instead we're getting three points with ECU. This is an extremely confusing line to me. I want to grab ECU plus three. This is the rare game we have talked about, though. So really now we just get to replay our coverage. We just don't talk about the games. Yeah. We did talk about this one, though. So you, you know exactly what I'm going to say here. I'm holding at a B grade here, not an A grade, simply because it's a non-conference game for ECU, coming off of a big win, traveling to altitude. I don't think it's a bounce back spot for BYU. I think if that was going to happen, it would have been against Liberty after the Arkansas yeah. game. I yeah. just think it's a tough place to play. And I just, it's one of those, there's a lot of variance involved. I think grabbing the three points makes a ton of sense um, or playing money line. It's just not one that I want to be extremely invested in. Um, it's one I want part of my portfolio, but I personally want ECU plus three as a B grade. I completely agree with you. Let's give a B grade to, to ECU getting the three points there. And man, I, I look at this total and I see what BC, uh, BYU did last week. And, and I see kind of how ECU has, has shut down some teams this season. And it makes me want to, you know, take the under, but man, just, you know, you don't want to be a prisoner of the moment just based on what you saw last week. And you look at the totality of BYU season and you say, how in the world could could use playing under in a BYU game. So yeah. I'm trying very hard not to be a prisoner of the moment here. You know, a number that high, I always want to eye the under, uh, but I, I don't think the total has anything that's an, an investable uh, number for us right now. I, I agree. And I, like I said, I think we're going to try to outline what our buy points are. I don't know what the buy point is for this for over or under. Nope. I have the same thoughts. Nope. I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the counter that my thought was, over BYU's defense is terrible. Look at how many points he gave up to Liberty. And then mm -hmm. I started looking at it and thinking about watching the game. I was like, but BYU couldn't score. And then I think about East Carolina's defense. And I'm like, 
I don't. I, so it's like I basically had the exact opposite thought, but we both laid at the same spot, which is I have no idea. Like, but this one that yeah. first I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be. And I was like, nah, I just I can't. I yeah. and I don't know. Maybe maybe if this number moves a bunch of points one way or the other, we can come back to it and we can say, okay, now we have a direction. But yeah, this yeah. number I just stared. I'm like, I got nothing on this total whatsoever. Yep, yep. Well, that should, viewer, that should tell you everything you need to know. Neither of us have a clue. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Saturday, Boston College at UConn. Boston College is a nine and a half point favorite. Sideline says it should be 9.7. Boston College is on the 96th inside line. UConn at 122. We've talked about UConn here backing them several times recently. They're playing hard. Um, you know, kudos to them. They're they're up, you know, towards at least, you know, 10th worst, that, that area, which is an improvement mm -hmm. for them. Usually hanging in the bottom, you know, three or so. Um I think grabbing the nine and a half with UConn, that's the side I want to be on here. The question is, what are, our, what are our buy points? Is nine and a half worth a B grade or does that need to be 10 for a B grade? That's really the question. I have a lean on that, but I don't want to, I don't want to bias you. Um, so that's the question on the side. And then, of course, 46. Anytime you have Boston College, I feel like you're eyeing the under. <laughs> so yeah. I'll let you yeah. take it from there and see what your thoughts are. Well, yeah, let, let's talk, I guess let's talk about the spread first, man. I would really like the 10 here, but I yeah. think just from what I've seen with Boston college this season, you, you wonder if they can score enough points to get outside, even a number like nine mm -hmm. and a half. Right. And, and so I think I would lean towards giving a B grade uh, to, to UConn getting the nine and a half points there uh, okay. just because I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, but that goes right into my next point, which I think we should give the under 46 an A grade uh, because there All are right. already – Now some, we're talking. Yeah, there's there's already from some 45 and a halfs out there. I don't think this number is going to go anywhere but down. And, and so I, I think that, you know, I think I would probably give this an A grade all the way down to 45. Uh, but, you know, why mess around and, and lose that half a point maybe wait for it to get 40, to 45 and a half before adding a third unit. So uh, let's let's give it an A grade at 46. I just I just don't see this number going anywhere but down. Yeah, I agree. And, and 46, uh, we talk about kind of a dead number, but also it feels like with these two teams, there could be some weird shenanigans that you could land mm -hmm. on a number like 46. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, these two teams, that would be how it would happen. right? So I'm with yeah. you. Let's not get cute. Let's just lock in the under 46. Um, I'm, I'm with you. A grade on the under. Uh, we'll go B grade on UConn plus nine and a half. A grade, 10, 10 and a half. Or do we need to all the way to 13 for an A grade? Uh, I, my, my first thought when you asked that was 11, 11. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then I will mark down. I'm good with that. I was kind of, like I said, all those numbers I was kind of thinking are all pretty yeah. reasonable. So we've got a B grade on UConn plus nine and a half. 11 is our buy point for the A and we have an A grade on the under 46. Uh, also new Eastern Miami of Ohio at Akron. Um, gosh, Miami of Ohio, you know, According to my volatility ratings, I've got two different ways I can look at that. According to the one that kind of discounts you for the direction you're going and is more about bounciness, Miami, Ohio is like the least bouncy team because they just get worse every single week. Um, Akron, as we all know, is already a bottom four team. So this might be some ugly football here. Uh, Sideline says it should be Miami, Ohio minus 9.6. But look, do we have confidence in Miami, Ohio beating anybody by more nope. than a touchdown at this point. Yeah, I was like, there's no way, nope. right? To me, this is Akron or pass. The only yeah. question is what grade we're giving you, what numbers we need. So it's Akron or pass at the plus eight and a half right now. And the total is 47. And I think about the last several times, we've just been riding these Miami of Ohio unders. And mm -hmm. I do want to say, look, hey, the numbers adjust. We have to be careful. We can't just blindly keep riding trains like this. But like, 
it feels like we haven't really made the adjustment yet. This number still feels too high. And, and Miami, Ohio hasn't, the totals haven't come close to going. No, over. that's the thing. No, they haven't been close yeah. at all. And, and I'm thinking about like, you see a team like San Diego state now, uh, good defense, mediocre offense. You see the Iowa totals, right. Are all just like really low. And I'm like, why aren't we putting Miami of Ohio in that same, we should just make these really low. Yeah. It doesn't seem yep. to happen though. Um, yeah. So I so it, we're on accurate. We're on the under. The only question is the grades. Uh, what do you have for us? A grade on the under, like for sure. And this is the exact opposite of the Southern Miss situation where the book that we're using is one of the only places that still has a 47 available. A lot of the other places have already gone to, to 46 and a half. There's a couple of 46s out there. So um, I think under 47, give it an A grade. Uh, you know, Go back and listen to all the other shows if you want the explanation as to why that's the case. Uh, we just kind of recapped it here though. Or, or, or yeah, like you, said, like you said, we've been on them. They haven't even been close. They've got a good defense yeah. and their offense is putrid. That's like yeah. the, the too long don't read the Cliff Notes version. Like I'm just yeah. I'm shocked this number isn't like 42 or or 39 or something ridiculous. That's what I would have expected yeah. when I pulled yeah. this up. I know that Akron's been more of a bad defense team, but I don't think Miami could score off anybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. Um, man, as far as the spread goes, like I know that getting eight and a half points in this situation seems good with what, what we're expecting to be a really low scoring game. <sighs> but man. Akron's just really, really bad. I know Miami, Ohio is bad too, uh, but I just don't feel like I've gotten, especially in regards to the spread. I just don't feel like I've done well on the Mac this entire season. So this, yeah. this is partially, I feel like I know how the game's going to play out with Miami of Ohio, but there's just something in the back of my mind that it's like, I feel like I haven't gotten a Mac game right on the spread all season. And so <sighs> that, that just makes me want, want to give it a secret. I was thinking the same thing. I, I, I've been looking and we've been talking about this off, off screen, but there is a range of edges where I've, I've run some math where I'm converting the differences in point spreads to key numbers and some different things. It's complicated. I'm actually going to publish a paper on this shortly. And there's kind of a range where I've kind of honed in on these are the edges I want. This isn't there yet. So I'm with you. This is a C grade edge for me at plus eight and a half. Well, what number if it gets high enough? Like I said, it's Akron or pass. You could not convince me to back yeah. Miami of Ohio on the road and lay any number near this. Yeah. Um, 10, 10 and a half. I think I mean, at what point is 10? 10. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. At some point, it was double digits. The only question is if we wanted to hook on that for the win on 10. But um, okay. So a lean an Akron at plus eight and a half. We don't really think yeah. it's worth investing in until it gets higher, though, double digits what we're looking for. But the A grade under 47. Yep. Noon Eastern, Notre Dame at Syracuse. Um, I feel like Notre Dame is the poor man's BYU. And. <laughs> I think a lot of people would say the opposite, and I get what you're saying. I, what I mean by that is in the like disappointment, the like going downhill type thing, right? BYU's just been a spectacular like dumpster fire. It seems like this season. I feel like Notre Dame's not been as bad as that, but just continuing to disappoint. Failed yeah. them last week against UNLV when they scored a ton of points and still couldn't cover. Didn't really sniff a cover every time they got close to the number. Either Akron scored or the game ended, or Akron uh, UNLV, yeah. um, and so you know just. Uh, that should have been a spot where they could have covered, given how many points they scored, that they didn't. So they continue to support. Syracuse on the other hand, continues to impress. Um, yeah. is, is this when we talk about Clemson? I mean, and and the I told you so. I mean, it, it, we have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can talk about it whenever you want to talk about it. I figure <laughs> when we talk about Clemson, but we can talk about it now if you want okay. to. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, the point being, you know, Syracuse played well in that game. Um, yeah. They hung in there. 
uh, weren't able to get the victory. They did get that scoop and score, which was huge for them. Um, and kind of was the difference in what I was saying was I thought Syracuse could hang in there, didn't think they could win. If you take away, you know, that kind of play, it plays out almost exactly as I talked about. But but a good team, and I think just a huge drop off from from Clemson and Notre Dame. Clemson definitely a top right. ten team. Right. Notre Dame not even a top twenty five team. Sideline has them ranked thirty um, ninth. Syracuse I've got them at twenty seventh. I think Syracuse is the better team here. Sideline says it should be Syracuse minus five. I don't know why this is under three. Hmm. Uh, I love this one. This is um, in the range of edges that I'm going to push for a pick here on Syracuse minus two and a half. Totals forty seven. What do you have for us? I completely agree. I think we should be laying the two and a half points with Syracuse. We need your help determining on what the grade on, on that should be though. Uh, because to me, I, I, my, my gut instinct is to give it a B, but I, I feel like this is why we're having this exercise now and kind of doing this the way that we're doing it. Because if there's some statistical reason why it would be an A, I'm definitely open, open to having my mind changed. And I think the main reason for me, kind of the, the hesitation on the A grade is just because nothing Syracuse really does is pretty. Like, you know, it, yeah. it feels like it's just a bunch of, a little bit of luck and a bunch of ugly plays and some bonehead plays by the other team, but it seems like it happens with, with them consistently. So that to me, it seems something that like, Whoa, this isn't, you know, something that can happen all the time. And, and that may or may not be true, but in my mind, that's how it is. So I want to give it a B grade, but I want to hear kind of what your logic is. If you think it shouldn't be an A grade. Well, my, my thought hearing that is, isn't that exactly what Notre Dame does? Those bonehead type plays that cost them. So it feels like it plays yeah. right into it. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So let's give it an A play then. I, I think so. And I, my, my reasoning for the A grade here also, I think has to do with the fact that um, it's such a good number at two mm. and a half. I think that's my threshold for the A grade play. I think at three, it drops to a B knowing that it could easily push there, but Syracuse is a better team. They're at home. Um, yeah. I think that place will be rocking, even though it's a noon start, yep. just because the hype, yep. the excitement of that team. Um, yeah. One of my uh, colleagues that I published papers with is a faculty member at Syracuse, and we were at a conference recently, and, and all he could do was talk about the football team. Like, they are pumped about the football team there. Yeah. So I think they can. Um, I don't think it'll be a sleepy start for them because of the excitement that they finally have about football up there in Syracuse, New York. Yeah. Uh, and, and so in regards to the total there, this is one of those, I just feel like I've seen too many uh, Syracuse games this year where the crazy things happen and I could easily see this game ending up at like 48 or 49 or 51 or 52 or something like that. So I, I, I know that everybody might be surprised that I'm not going under in this situation, but I just feel like both these teams have all sorts of crazy situations this entire season where you could easily see this game going over this number by a few points. So is there a is there a number going up or down that you would be interested in playing this is you know I think I would feel a lot better if this were at 48. I, I think I could probably give it a B grade at 48. Um but man, I just I feel like both these teams you just see some wonky things week in and week out. Like I think back to that Syracuse and Purdue game it, and how like that one just got so crazy at the end. I think about the BYU Notre Dame game, which still went under, but it got a lot tighter at the it end. Got, it got, yeah, yeah. I think it said more about BYU than Notre Dame, though. Yeah, that, that, that's I, true. So I, I think at forty-eight is where I would consider making this a B grade under. And I'm glad you said that because I was thinking under two. And again, viewer, we don't. We talked about. I think the only game we talked about really was the ECU one mm -hmm. um, ahead of time. I. I 
I think under is the way I would look to. I saw all the points last week. I think that says more about UNLV than Notre Dame. Syracuse plays some wonky games, but I think Notre Dame tends to drag teams in these under games. I think Syracuse is going to be perfectly happy playing a game like that. We saw Syracuse play a lower scoring game against Clemson. So I agree with you. I think under is the way I would look. But yeah, there is a point where we say we have to have a good enough number. And I'm, I'm totally fine yeah. saying 48 is it since that's such a key number. Um, yeah. That makes sense. So we're going to go A grade Syracuse minus two and a half. And we're going to go. Um, under 48, if it gets to 48, that would be a B grade play. Yep. Also at New Eastern, Arkansas and Auburn. Auburn is getting four points at home against an Arkansas team that sideline now has down to 38th. Uh, Auburn ranked 49th. So, I mean, you're talking about two decent teams, mediocre for SEC standards, I'm, I'm personally a little confused why the road team is favored by more than a field goal when I don't think they're that much better than Auburn. I think maybe a month ago, a month and a half ago, maybe you could have convinced me Arkansas was a lot better than Auburn. I don't see any evidence of that. I, mm-hmm. I think Arkansas is maybe a little bit better. I'm okay with them being favored, but if it was me, I would have set this line at like Arkansas minus two. I think there's a lot of value at Auburn plus four. Sideline says it should be uh, Arkansas minus a half. So basically a pick on Arkansas minus one. Again, I'd be fine Arkansas minus two. Uh, I like Auburn plus four in this one. Total is 60 and a half. Uh, Cousin Jared, what do you have for us? Definitely like Auburn plus four as well. I've been very impressed with what I've – very impressed. That's, that's not the right word to use. I, I have been – Pleasantly uh, surprised. Pleasantly <laughs> surprised, yes, exactly, at how Auburn just hasn't given up on this season, with, seemingly hasn't given up on and this season with specific games, haven't given up in specific games, when it seems like they have a lame duck coach that you know is going to be gone at the end of the season. Um, and it seems like they're going to you know kind of ride, ride this horse until the end of the season. I don't know if they're going to be getting rid of Harson. They've had – Plenty of opportunities to this point, and yeah. he's still there. Yeah. The players seem to be playing hard for him. So I've seen enough of Arkansas this season, and specifically Arkansas's defense, and, and with how Auburn looked uh, in their last game against Ole Miss when they put up you know 35 points or 38 points or however many it was, where I think they could do something similar with Arkansas if they absolutely uh, got into a game where they had to do that. So I feel good about taking the four points. Um, I would lean towards a B grade just because I don't have a lot of confidence in, in Auburn. Uh, but if this is in, in that area where, you know, sideline has just been really profitable this season saying, Hey, we need to make this an A grade. Then I could definitely be swayed that way. It's, it's a B plus or an A minus for me. What I'm trying to figure out is the only thing would be if we give it a B, I think you have to say it's an A at four and a half because mm. four is a, a, a fairly common outcome. So it's either just an A at four and let's just lock it in because I just think there's a tremendous amount of value here. This should be a tight game. And obviously Arkansas can win this game by six or seven. That wouldn't be overly surprising. I just think there's a lot of value here with Auburn. And so it's like I said, it's either a B at four and an A at four and a half, or this is just an A at four. In my opinion, I don't think we need six or seven. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm like you, I just think that Auburn's playing well and Arkansas just isn't as good as maybe we thought that they had the potential to be. Right. Um, But I'll, I'll let you make that call on if we are going if we yeah, need four and a half or not. Let's give let's give it an A grade. Let's let's give the four an A grade. You know, just the difference between a win and a push there. So let's go ahead and, and give it the A grade. Man, the total on this one. <laughs> uh, nope. I've got I've got yeah. nothing on yeah. this game. If there were fifty two points in this game, I would not be surprised. If there were seventy points in this game, I would not be surprised. I completely agree. I was going to say 
I, I don't think there's a number really you could get me to invest in this that that no. would be offered at, at, at anywhere near minus 110. Yeah. Alternate, sure, but I'm not. we're not talking about laying crazy odds, right? Yeah, I'm with you. There's right. high, high variance in the total. I want no part of the total. I think let's just focus on Auburn and <laughs> move on yeah. from that one. Yeah. Uh, noon Eastern, Ohio State and Penn State. Ohio State is a 15-point favorite. Um, I'm I, Here's how I'm going to put Penn put. Words, how I'm gonna yeah. pitch this game to you. Yeah, sideline has faded Ohio State every single week and has said no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And finally, we have an opportunity where Sideline agrees with the spread. To me, that says something. We very rarely ever have a team. It's only a couple teams a year that it happens with with the first like eight weeks of the season. We're always on them, we're always against them. Ohio right. State's one of those sidelines says 15.1. This is 15. I think we should back Ohio State at 15. I think it's telling us something. Yeah. I think, obviously, I would love 14. I would love 13. Uh, but I, I think that uh, we saw Penn State is that, to me, feels very much like that team that is good enough to beat up on the rest of the Big Ten and still really far behind Ohio State and Michigan. That's just how I feel about Penn State. So I think we should lay the 15 with Ohio State if they come out there so dang good. Um, and I would have locked this in before it gets – to 17 or some other dumb number. If it gets lower, maybe we talk about adding a unit uh, to it. Yeah. But for me, I, yeah. I like Ohio State minus 15. Yep, I agree. Let's give the let's give the minus 15 a B grade there. Man, this total. Um, I think, I mean, it, it would just be a lean, but I think I would lean over. I, I mean, if we can get as many points in Ohio State, Iowa, as we did, why can't we get more than that in Ohio State and, and Penn State? So uh, I would lean towards the over, but again, just just a lean. I you know, I, I don't want to be invested in, in the total at a number like sixty one and a half. Okay, I, yeah, I was going to say I agree in that I think it's over or past based off what we saw with Ohio State and Iowa. Mm-hmm. Based off what we've seen with Penn State, too, they seem to be a team that just randomly gets points. And you're like, how does this happen? It doesn't impress me, but they're just every more single points. Week. Every single week. It, yeah. Right. It, it, which is exactly what we said about Memphis. And we said, you just got to go over against Tulane. And we didn't do yeah. it. And yet that game yeah. went flying over the total. It's, it's yeah. Penn State and Memphis are very, very similar in that regard. So I agree. I think it's over or pass. What would the buy point be? Because I'm like you. I, I just think you got to go over, but. It, where do we actually say it's worth our investment? Um, okay, so the thing is, is 59? like, I, I mean, okay, so yes, if it were 59, I would say yes. I don't think, I don't think this is getting to 59. I don't um, think so, either. so 59, I would say definitely 60 and a half, you know, you might be able to talk me into it at 60. It is, um, it is 60 and a half now, right? Uh, it is 61 and, and uh, okay, well, I'm seeing 61 and a half. So may, maybe I am not looking in the correct place. Um, but yeah, 59. No, it's up to 61 and a half too. Also, that's okay. also, I was, we talked about this, right? This is the episode where like, by the time I lock this in, numbers might move, right? Numbers move on oh, there Sunday you go. night. So yeah, there we there go. It go. is six. When I pulled the numbers in, it was 60 and a half. Correct. Right now it is okay. 61 and a half. So okay. That movement. <laughs> okay. So yeah, 59. And I clearly For doesn't sure. look like that's going to happen. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All okay. right. Uh, and then our buy point for an A grade, 13. 13 and a half uh kind of based on yeah thir- 13 and a half yeah 13 and a half 13 and a half okay yeah uh all righty then to the noon eastern game between toledo and eastern michigan um so the floor is yours 
Yeah, man. Um, okay, we'll, we'll just we'll get the we'll get the fun stuff out of the way, right? Toledo ranked sixty first according to the sideline. Eastern Michigan one eleven sideline says this should be Toledo minus twelve point seven. Um, the not fun stuff. Ball State. We laid two and a half with them against Eastern Michigan. They like fumbled them first and goal in the first half, and obviously didn't score on that. Eastern Michigan fumbled uh, at like second and goal later in the game and did recover. Uh, or it wasn't rolled a fumble. I can't remember which one it was. So that was the difference in the game. One of those goes differently and Ball State covers. Um, that said, we did kind of say that that would be our last hurrah with Eastern Michigan if we lost. And yet here we are with Toledo, a team that I have nailed for several many weeks in a row, backing yep, them and yep. they cover, backing them and they cover, backing them. They were last week. I was like, no, we're going to take Buffalo. And that worked out as well. So I feel like we have the tale of, of two coins here or whatever you want to call it, where it's like, I am on fire with Toledo. We can't get Eastern Michigan right. Is th- Maybe we can make this our last gap with Eastern Michigan, right? Maybe let's play so. the nine with maybe Toledo. So. Well, well, let's play the nine with Toledo. And if this one fails, we really are – this is it. We are – we are really putting our foot down on Eastern Michigan at this yeah. point. What do, you, what do you say? Yeah. So, okay. I'm good with laying the nine points with Toledo too. Cause I, I, again, you know, Toledo usually seems to have these hiccups every year where they have games where they just come out and yeah. they look, look terrible, especially in conference play. Um, they've looked good so far. So I've, I've kind of bought in at this point, which I'm sure means this is the game where they, they fall. No, that was last week against Buffalo. That was the hiccup. They already uh, had their okay. hiccup. Now they're getting out. It's a get right game. <laughs> okay. So, so there you go. Uh, so let's lay the nine points with Toledo here, man. Uh, and I, I guess, what do you, what grade do you want to get, give that? It sounds to I, me going from nine to 12, is, is that an A grade territory? It, it would be, but I think the volatility on Eastern Michigan has me just holding off on a B on this one. It's one that I think is really worth the investment. I just don't want to be over-invested in Eastern Michigan because they've just been so cra- – and we want, we all liked Eastern Michigan's Arizona State, but uh, gosh, that feels like nine years ago because of every game we've either backed or faded Eastern Michigan and lost. So I, I think yeah. it's a B grade just because Eastern Michigan's so wonky, but I do want to be invested on Toledo minus nine. I, I think I would need seven to get to an A grade. I don't see seven happening, but if it nope. were for some reason dropped to seven, then I would be an A grade. But I'm perfectly happy Toledo minus nine is a B grade. I think this number goes up. I think it should be higher. Um, yep. So lock in it single digit number i think is is worth your worth your money on toledo yeah okay i agree let's give that a b grade the total uh man so just looking at eastern michigan's fbs games they have been so hit or miss on on their totals you got 70 51 81 33 a big number 68 49 36 i mean 58 does not or like 55 even 55 to 58 feels like the realm of this game is not getting to that number it is either going into like the upper 60s or it is going to like 45 and good luck if you could tell me which which one that's going to be because i do not have a clue um i wouldn't even personally i don't even feel like comfortable giving you ranges uh, on this where i would say like give me an over or under it would have to be like some kind of ridiculous um numbers just because again eastern michigan just like they have been against the spread their totals have just been insane this season. Completely agree. I feel like it's like the Auburn Arkansas thing. It's just like, I don't even want to mess with it. I have no idea. Yep. Um, they've been all over the map with, with everything they've done this year. Eastern Michigan yeah. has been. So yeah, it's just a straight pass of the total. Don't even want to think about it, care about it. Yep. Pretend it doesn't even exist. Let's just back Toledo. Single digits is a great number. B great pick from us. Yep. Uh, 12 p.m. Eastern. Still hanging on to those news. Not to get a lot of things we like this week. Uh, South Florida at Houston. Uh, Houston getting a, a nice 
fairly comfortable A-grade winner uh, for us on Saturday against Navy. Um, I'm, I'm a little confused here. And maybe you could explain this to me, and maybe you can't, and maybe that explains exactly why we're going to do what we're going to do here. But yeah. um, is Navy that much better than South Florida? Like, Houston was two and a half points over Navy, and that was on the road, sure. But now 17 mm-hmm. and a half. That's a 15-point difference, even if you do – home and road, that's a five-point swing. Like, is maybe 10 points better than South Florida? Like, that seems like a lot to me. <laughs> yeah, my, my initial response is no. Um, I, I think that the the only difference there that you could possibly account for is that, we've talked about this before, but just Navy plays the type of game where it makes it very difficult for it to get out of hand, whereas South Florida seems to just play only games that, that get out of hand. So I think, like, on, all things equal – no, I don't think that mm-hmm. they're that different. It's just that, that Navy kind of plays a, a style of game that complete that attempts to mask all of their deficiencies. Whereas South right. Florida seems to play a type of game. There's just like, Hey, here's all of our issues. Go attack them. Kind of, kind of thing. So I, I think that's more how I would frame it uh, more so than they're, they're vastly different. Cause I don't think they are. Uh, Sutland has Houston as a 15 point favorite here. I, I just have no faith in Houston winning big at this point we just haven't seen it from mm. them this season uh i'm gonna push to take the 17 and a half with south florida i think it's a really key number it does fall under the edge of the threshold of edges that i think is worth the investment at the hook here at 17 and a half um 17 is very on the border 16 and a half different story not as much value there but at 17 mm. uh and a half i think south florida is worth the investment like i said i just don't have a lot of faith in houston um okay. a total of 62 what is your take on this one Let's give uh, a B grade to the 17 and a half on South Florida. I, I've got nothing for you on, on the total on this game. Uh, South Florida runs the ball a lot. The clock should be moving a lot. But the thing is, is that has not mattered because their defense has been yeah. very porous this season. And Houston, not against the best competition necessarily, but it feels like their offense has kind of gotten going a little bit more than they were at the beginning of the season. Uh, Dell, the receiver for, for Houston, looked really good against Navy. Yeah. He, he's he's, yeah, he's he a pretty talented guy. Um, so I would lean under, but but kind of what I've seen the past few weeks uh, and what I've seen from South Florida all season uh, would make me really uh, fairly uncomfortable with that. So I think this is a total, uh, like some of the other ones that we've talked about, that we should probably just stay away from. 60 60- three under 60 or do you need or do you need 60 like 66 uh, i mean i'm with you i would lean under i just don't know what number we would buy in at. i think 65 is probably where i would 65. have to be to, to get a b grade on on the under just because i think everybody's been able to put up points against south florida th- yeah. this season for the most part yeah. and so i just i'm worried that houston could score like you know 48 points themselves yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't really think there is a point where this gets to an A grade on South Florida. They're just, they're a bad team. I just don't want to be overcasted. Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah. sure. If it was like 24 and a half, maybe, but like it's some stupid number that's never going to happen. So um, yeah. B grade at 17. I think this is the best number you're going to get. I'm through with this number. If it's a little better, sure. I still think it's a B grade, but it's not going to get to an A grade for me. And then total, if it does get up to 65, we would go under, but otherwise we are passing on the total. New Eastern Georgia Tech at Florida State. Florida State is a whopping 21.5-point favorite here. Sideline says that this should be Florida State minus 18. Florida State's ranked 34th. Georgia Tech 90th. Obviously, Florida State's a much better team at home. But uh, Georgia Tech looking respectable, kind of keeping games lower scoring. 
you know, you see the total there of 47 and a half. I really think Georgia Tech plus 21 and a half is worth an investment. Um, anytime you get you get a ton of points and that total number is low, you have to yep. look long and hard at it. So I'm going to push for us to take the 21 and a half with Georgia Tech. Um, a total is 47 and a half. I feel like at 48, you could talk me into potentially an under, but I feel like I really want that before I start thinking under. Um, what is your take? Yeah, so we we can give a B grade to the 21 and a half points. I agree that feels like a lot of points in the game with a total potentially this low. The total seems well set to me um, because, you know, you look at the game with Florida State and LSU, that one got to 47. Yeah, Boston College, which, you know, we, we talked about Boston College at the top, really liking the under in the, in the Boston College-UConn game. The Boston College-Florida State game got to 58 points, which, which seems kind of difficult to, to fathom. That game – Got drunk in a hurry, though. It was like yeah. twenty-one zip, like five minutes in. So I don't, I don't know what to make of that game. I mean, that yeah, was yeah, I feel like I feel like Georgia Tech's going to put up a better showing than that and not let that happen. But then I can go look at like the Clemson game and, and 34-28, where that one also like Clemson was in control of that. It looked like it was going under, and then Florida State scored some points in the fourth quarter that, that made that one go over. It's just you, you've seen uh, to me this season, you've seen some things from Florida State with the totals that uh, wouldn't have played out the way that you would have expected them to. So I agree. If I had to pick a side, I would pick the under. Uh, but mm-hmm. we've just got more than a few games that we can look at Florida State this season. It's been like, you know, one thing here, one thing there, and it's just completely thrown the total kind of out of whack. So yeah. um, definitely in a way at 47 and a half. What, 48, 48 and a half? Or do you want to get up to 52? Oh, man. Um, or 51. Uh, I would probably say 51. I, I really don't have a good feel on, on this one. And I think I would need I assume that'll never happen, but yeah, we've got it on record. We have the number we're officially looking for um, yeah. for that one. So probably just a straight pass in the total. We would yeah. lean under, but we don't really think it's worth investing. In, we well, we always, for, for, yeah. And, and for the people that are with us on, on Patreon, we always reserve the right to, to, to change our mind. If, if, if something true. comes up and we learn something new or something it's like true. that. So that's where, where we're at now. But so, you know, our Patreon people, if we change our mind, you, you will, you will know. Yeah. The, the uh, opinions on picks, you know, once it's locked in, it's locked in. Right. But on the non-locked right. picks, right. Opinions subject to change. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, plus 21 and a half on Georgia tech is a B grade pick. And I feel the same way about this one as I do South Florida. It, it, not really worth an A grade. Georgia tech's not a very good team. Um, so I, I just don't want to be overinvested. And I think 21 and a half is a great number. If it gets higher, cool. I don't think it would ever get to an A grade for me personally. Right. 1230 Eastern, Miami and Virginia, and my goodness, uh, talk about the disappointment bowl. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't even know where to start with these two teams. Both of them are three and four. Sideline has Miami at 62nd, Virginia at 79th. I mean, the loser of this game in jeopardy and not making the bowl, mm. um, which seems really far-fetched given coming yeah. into the season. Not that we thought either one of these teams was going to play for the national championship, but we really thought both of them would be better for this. Um, Sideline says Miami by two, minus 2.6. They're actually a two-point favorite. Total is 47 and a half. Um, Virginia's become an under team somehow. Somehow. I yeah. don't understand it whatsoever. Miami's been an under team. Their offense is putrid, but they allowed like 700 points to Duke. 
Um, yep. We got the Duke in the points easy last week, but missed yep. the total because Duke just kept scoring. Yeah. Um, if, if you put this Miami defense versus last year's Virginia offense, I'd be like, oh my gosh, Virginia's going to score yeah. 70 points, but this Virginia offense can't seem to score. Nope. Um, just what a weird game. What a weird world we live in. I did not expect to say the things I'm saying about these two teams where yep. we are right now. Um, Cousin Jared, what is your take on this game? There is no way this total gets to 48, right? Like there is just no way this gets to 48. I mean, last week we saw a lot of really confusing line movements. So I'm not, I'm not sure. We did. <laughs> we, we saw did. a lot of confusing. And, and Hey, again, I just to, before you go, Carol, I just I need to say for the viewer, I hear a lot of let's talk about Oklahoma State, Texas. I know that's not this game we're talking about. Let's talk about Oklahoma State, Texas. There was a lot of oh my gosh, the numbers going up. Oh my gosh, Spencer Sanders in practice, didn't practice the week before. Oh my gosh, look at what the wind's gonna do. Those teams could run all day off of each other. Like it, this whole yeah. like the numbers moving one way that scares me. I keep trying to tell y'all this closing line value nonsense about football. All it tells you is if you got a good number or a bad number, and you should always try to get the best of the number, but it doesn't mean it's the right play. Right. Right. Um, so when the lines are moves are confusing, take advantage of it, have your opinion, stick with your opinion and capitalize on it. We did a lot of that last week and it worked out pretty well. For yeah. us. So yeah. um, there were a lot of confusing moves. Maybe this one gets to 48 and we're confused. And I would just be like, yes, I love it. Let's go. even more. Mm. The answer. But yeah, um, it seems like it would be foolish to go up to 48 personally. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think we should give the under 47 and a half an A grade because I think that Miami gave up a lot of points last week to Duke, but you know, what's going to prevent Virginia from scoring a lot of points, Virginia. And it's not going to have anything to do with with Miami's defense. So um, I think we should give an A grade to the under 47 and a half. Uh, I I just don't see how anything we've seen from these teams the past couple of months makes me think it's going to go over this number, regardless of if it's 48 or not. And of course, if it gets to 48, I'm going to feel dumb. I'm going to wish that we had given it a B grade here and then added a third unit at 48. Um, But I think it could be like uh, the Virginia Georgia tech game last season, where you talked me into it or sorry, last season, last week. Yeah. In the midweek game. Yeah. Did we lock it in like 46 or, or something or, or 47? Something like, yeah. And it, and it went up uh, across another key number. If we got it in at 46 and a half, it went up to like 47 and a half or got up to 48. And I was thinking, oh no, I hope we don't lose this bet because, uh, you know, we, we missed a key number there right at the very end. Didn't matter. Was never going to matter. Yeah. Those teams were never getting to that. Yet, an, and I yet, like- yet another situation where it's like, just because the number is moving one way doesn't mean that's the right number, right? It doesn't yes. mean it's the right play. And, <laughs> and so where that I, wouldn't, even get, wouldn't even get close. And, and where I'm going with this is that if this goes to 48, I don't think that changes my handicap of this game. I think it yeah. should be under 47 and a half. So let's yeah. give the A grade uh, to, to under 47 and a half. The spread, oh, screw it. I don't know. I would take the, it from, so again, not sure what it was whenever we pulled lines. I guess I should really go look and, and see what, what we're pulling this uh, from right here. Um, so I guess it was probably like minus 105. I would lean towards with minus 105 odds. I would lean towards taking the two points with, with Virginia, even though, uh, you know, sideline gives us a, a little bit uh, of uh, a Miami lean. But, you know, I'm not going to argue either way. I, I think we should be on Miami at minus two. Okay. Um, okay. But it, but just a lean. I don't want to be invested in it, really. Okay. I, I lean Miami, and this is where I'm going to tell you – I'm going to tell you this about this game, and it's going to be like – I'm going to tell you about right now, and then – it means nothing because I still don't really want to be invested, but I'm, I'm setting myself up for later when this is going to matter. Um, if I look under the hood at what's happening in sideline, 
I think that Miami's got a little bit more room for growth than Virginia does. So I think that mm. if sideline is off, sideline is off, and this should actually be Miami minus three, three and a half, something like that. So okay. um, I, I think that, that Miami's the right side to be on here. I don't want to be invested in it because these two teams right. are so inconsistent. Um, so right. I, I say officially let's lean Miami minus two, um, A grade on the under 47 and a half. Um, I completely agree with you. Yeah, it feels a lot like that that midweek game of Virginia where it's just um, ridiculous how they can't seem to score. And if for some reason uh, Virginia does score on this Miami team and they put up 50 like Duke did, then we can take credit single-handedly for reviving Virginia and yes. you're all welcome because now they'll get yes. fun again. So yes. I'm, I'm, fi- I'm fine with that if that's on our shoulders. If not, we get an A-grade winner on the under. <laughs> and I just I remember people like I, I feel like we need to keep this in mind. Like somebody needs to be held accountable for the terrible decisions that happen with, with college football teams. Sometimes Virginia comes in and their offense just gets shot to hell. And the offensive staff or some of the offensive staff that was at Virginia goes to Syracuse and all of a sudden Syracuse is good and, and their offense is respectable. And so like people just somebody needs to be held accountable when these things happen. I don't know who it is, yeah. but somebody needs to be yeah. held accountable. Yeah, I don't think anybody would argue with that. <laughs> um, three o'clock Eastern, Old Dominion at Georgia State. Old Dominion and Georgia State are both ranked in the mid to high 80s, according to Sideline. I think these two teams are pretty equivalent. Sideline says it should be Georgia State minus one. I don't know why we're getting three and a half here. I like grabbing the three and a half with Old Dominion. I think they're a solid team. I think Georgia State's okay as well. Uh, they're mm-hmm. rising in the rankings, but I think both these teams are decent. Not great teams. Give me the three and the hook all day long. I, I don't I don't know how long this number lasts. I just think total 56, not going to be super high scoring. Should be a close game. Should be a fun game. It, it, getting three and a half feels like you're giving Georgia State a lot of home field edge that I don't think they have. <laughs> so right. I think it makes a lot of sense to grab the field goal and the hook. Total 56, because what do you have for us? You know, I, I like to, to break down the games on, on what I've seen and kind of br- bring in kind of what I've seen from these – teams my analysis on top have of what, you seen what one second has. of either team <laughs> that's exactly where i'm going. okay well i have seen some of georgia state but where i was going with this was i felt like the model was on georgia state a lot at the beginning of the season and now that i'm seeing it has kind of flipped and is going against um georgia state in a team with with old dominion that i feel like i have had a decent grasp on um this season so i, I like taking the three and a half points as well to me it's just a question of what what grade do we want to to give it I think it, I think a lot depends on how much we love the hook. I think a lot has to do with how much we uh, think that that's correlated with the total, right? If we think over 56, higher scoring, then I think that hook becomes a little bit less valuable. If we think we would lean under 56, then I think that hook becomes more valuable. So I think it's right on the borderline there. Um, so I think my... Uh, let me answer your question with a question is would you lean over or under? And I think that determines a or B grade for me on the three and a half. I think I would probably lean over, um, but I don't feel strongly about that. Uh, I think what I would say then is let's give this a B grade for now. I mean, it is even money right now. So it's three and a half, even money. Maybe it gets to four and maybe, you know, it would be an A grade, maybe potentially at four. If it goes back down to three, you know, so uh, we've got our B locked in at three and a half. So I I would lean towards, let's make this a B grade at this number. And maybe even if it, I mean, I may feel comfortable at at four giving it an A grade. I'm good good with that. Okay. Okay. Four and a half for sure. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe four. We'll say four or four and a half. Kind of just okay. depends on yeah. how we're feeling in the moment. If it yeah. gets up there. Um, with regards to the total, you said you would lean over. So, I mean, would you play over? 55 54 yeah this is definitely one i reserve reserve the right later in, in the week because you talk about how much of you watching these two teams this is one i'm gonna have to do some research on to, to feel really okay. good my initial thought is georgia state's defense ha- has not been a lot to write home about we saw what um app state did to them last week how app state had i don't know how many points through the first uh, two quarters it was a very small number of points and they ended a the game with a lot of points 42 and, yeah, and, and so that that's partially what makes me lean to the over, but this is one where I would need to do some research before I feel really good about that. Um, just based off where the line is at, I mean, what, 50, 56 right now? Like, it, it's – I don't think there's any number I can give on, on the show right now where it, it would possibly get to where I would say playing over or under. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to have to look into it more. I'll say this. Um, <clears throat> they only got to – 63 points against North Carolina, but then they got to 83 with Charlotte. So, I mean, Mm, yeah, (laughs) they do seem to be more of a higher scoring team. I think the question that we would have with this and where, you know, maybe again, we'll look into it. So maybe, maybe we'll just decide to play over 56 later. Um, We've kind of said all year that we thought that old dominion was a team that would play with you. Um, if you want to yep. go slow, they'll go slow. If they want to go fast, they'll go fast. It didn't play out with Georgia Southern. There were only 51 points in that game. Um, and the total got up to 66. So my hesitation there, if it wouldn't have been for the Georgia Southern game, I would have said, let's just fire on the over. Georgia State's a high-scoring team. Yep. But And Old Dominion has kind of gone with teams for the most yep. part. But yep. that game kind of gives me a little bit of a pause. and makes me think either just don't play it or we need a better number for the over. Yep, I, I, I agree. All right, so we've got Old Dominion plus three and a half there as a B-grade pick. Borderline A, four, four and a half would be an A. We'll look back if the number gets better. 3.30 Eastern kickoff, Wake Forest at Louisville. This was the game I was setting it up for. I'm high on Louisville, and all I can say without giving away the Bush's baked bean secret, right, is if I'm wrong on this, I'm too high on Wake Forest. Hmm. Sideline says Wake Forest minus four and a half. If it's off, it should actually be three and a half or three. Louisville's a solid team. They're at home. They got a nice win against Pittsburgh this weekend. Um, I've got Wake Forest at 17th. Like I said, I'm pretty high on Wake Forest. I think Louisville plus four and a half. I think that's as good of a number as we're going to get. I think we should play it. I'm fine holding off at a B just because we have respect for Wake Forest. Right. High total, but I don't see this number getting to six. And I think this is one of those last team to have the ball wins. We saw Louisville frustrate a Pittsburgh offense that, again, we talked about last week. We kind of gave them a lot of crap, but Pittsburgh had been scoring. Yeah. And Louisville's defense kind of frustrated them. I think they can potentially frustrate Wake Forest a little bit. They're not going to hold Wake Forest what they held Pittsburgh to, obviously. But Wake Forest defense is a little bit worse than Pittsburgh's as well, so they should be able to have more success scoring. It feels like a higher scoring game. One of those last teams to have the ball wins could easily be just a ping pong. Someone kicks a field goal and then it oscillates between three and four, three and four, three and four. Plus four and a half is a pretty good number. I think we should be on Louisville plus four and a half on this one. Uh, what do you think, Cousin Jared? Let's give that a B grade then. And man, this this total, 
would have thought anything that that Pitt and Louisville game was going to go over 55 and it never got close. And, and so no. I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant after, after last week um, to, to give a play on the total here. Definitely. I would lean towards the over. It feels like there's going to be yeah. a lot of points in this game. This is one of those games where you feel like Cunningham kind of has his way. And this, this could remind me a little bit of the, the Liberty wake forest game where that one ended up like what 35, 37 or, or something like that. Something I could easily see, I could easily see this happening in this game, but at the same time, after what I saw last week, I'm just a little scared uh, of what I've seen. So I want to stay away for now. I I hear you. I think I would be on the over at 62. Okay. I think it's right there. And the reason okay. I say, obviously, 62, a fairly key number, they get a little bit less key up here because you just need so many touchdowns, right? Right. But I really think that this number is – deflated because of that Louisville pit game last week. And I think that just was one of those games where just neither team could get going. But I think that Wake Forest offense is good enough to get going against Louisville and Wake Forest defense is bad enough to let Louisville get going. As much as like I said, I do think Louisville's defense can slow way down. They're not going to stop them completely. That Wake Forest offense can't be stopped completely. It's so good. Yeah. I think this turns into a higher scoring game. Is 60, like I said, I think 62 would be my buy point for the over. Maybe 62 and a half, it's probably still worth the over, but I just feel like it's early in the week. There's no rush. Let's see right, if it drops right. a little bit before we play over. Does that seem fair? Yeah, that's fair. And that's and that's why we're doing this, because I'm I'm scared of all overs. And, and so this, this, this is this is why 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 we have, have this relationship here. So if you're good with over at 62, then I I can be in line with that. All right. So if it gets to 62, we'll play take the over. Yeah, maybe 62 and a half. We'll do some more research. We'll Talk more about it later, but at least for now, we're going to hold off on the total and we're going to lock Louisville plus four and a half in as a B grade pick. 330 Eastern Temple at Navy. Navy is, you know, obviously a team that has struggled for the most part this season. Um, Temple, whatever's worse than that. Um, Temple <laughs> got the cover for us on, uh, I believe it was Friday, in a game that they looked miserable and probably didn't deserve to cover, and yet did. Uh, Navy didn't cover against Houston, so I don't know which one's worse. I've got Navy still barely inside the top 100, Temple at 120th. Sometimes this should be Navy minus 10.2. Total, this keeps 40. I mean, Temple's offense is miserable. Um, I feel like under it's under pass for sure on this. You, you couldn't talk me into an over with Navy and the way they play in Temple's offense. We saw Temple's defense play pretty strong um, this last week. Obviously, maybe you want, you know, a 41 or a you know 41, I guess, for the under. Maybe, um, maybe yeah. you're fine with under 40. But I feel like 40-41, it, it's under a pass. I think we should grab the 14 with Temple just because I don't trust Navy to win by that much against yep. anybody. Um, yep. What is your take on this one? I, I've mentioned a bunch of times this season how Navy, it's difficult to lay a lot of points against them because depending on how the game plays out, there not be very many possessions. It could be hard to get outside of a big number. But it goes the opposite way, too, where it's really hard for Navy to blow somebody out unless they just force a lot of turnovers or, you know, the other team commits a lot of boneheaded mistakes. If it's, you know, even if Navy has to drive the field a lot of times, it's going to eat up a lot of clock. It's just it's really like hard. To get yeah. yeah, it's just really hard to get outside of this number. So I 100% agree that we should be taking the 14 points with Temple here. And I, 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 I personally would lean towards this being an A grade just because I think Navy is is bad. And again, just the type of game they play makes it really hard to get outside of this number. 
I was borderline on A or B. I'm fine with an A grade. Okay. Um, Temple's bad, but also Davy's bad. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's really not much more to it than that. Yeah. Uh, is is forty one the buy point for the under? Yeah, I think I think so. Um, if you wanted to be really safe, you could say maybe it would be like 42. Um, 42 just, just because Navy doesn't kick a lot of field goals. Yeah, yeah, but I, I would be shocked if this line, this total go, goes up any higher than, than what it already is. So, yeah, let's say 41 will give it a B grade. Are we – it's 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 – so, and I'm going to remind you of this on a later game as well. Actually, the next game. I'm going to remind you on the next game so it works out really well. This game and the next game. Um, I talked you into last week adding kind of, you know, an hour before kick at on Patreon, the under in uh, San Diego State, Nevada. Uh, it was like 36 and it got to 30. And 36 is a really low number. Got to 30 mm-hmm. points. It got to 30 points. The, the, the last touchdown was scored on a third and long scram- quarterback scramble from like the 50. In like the middle of the third quarter. Yeah, and then nothing, right? And so I'm just wondering, sometimes these totals get really low, but like, are we overthinking them if we just don't say like, this game's just not getting anywhere near 40. Like it's like, I I, I almost want to make a little bit of a pitch to make this a B grade under and be like, these two teams ain't scoring. Like we're overthinking this. Like we're worried about a key number, but like this game might not get to 30. This game might not get to 24, right? This could, if this game was like 10 to three, I think we'd all be like, yeah, these two teams are terrible on offense. Like, Temple's yeah. defense is decent. Their offense is bad. Like I, I, <laughs> I kind of feel like maybe I'm over. Maybe I'm thinking 41, 42 should be the A grade, and we should just lock in a B grade under forty. The problem is, Navy's only had two games this season go under that number, and they were both against they were both against other teams that run the triple option, mm. and, and so it's. Uh, I, I, does, I don't know. Does Delaware run the triple option? Yeah, I believe I believe I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I think sure. I was I was gonna say is Temple any better than Delaware? <laughs> no, well <laughs> they are probably yeah, they, they are, but maybe not by much, but but not but they much. are. Um <laughs> man, I don't know. I that's just I, have, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I think Temple's offense is just really bad. Like if you go through that list of the teams that Navy's played, have any of the offenses been as bad as Temple's? And, and no, the answer is no, and it's not even really close. I, that's I, what I'm saying. Temple's offense is terrible. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's give it a B grade to under 40. Uh, again, this is why we're doing what we're doing because like I get, I get so hung up on, I don't like overs. I, I don't like playing unders at numbers that are ridiculously low. And so sometimes, you know, I just need that little push. So sure. Let's give it All a right. B grade under, under 40 here. And then if we get to 41, 42, whatever, we'll revisit. Maybe we get to an A grade. I don't think it goes up, yeah. but if it does, yeah. then we, we could give it an A grade. At this point, I think it's yeah. worth the investment, but again, it's such a low number. I don't want to be over-invested in it. And right. then we do have the A grade pick on Temple plus 14. The other one, Northwestern and Iowa, a total oh, of 35 God. and a half. Oh, this and look, is awful. We are playing the under in this for sure. 35 oh, and a God. half. Oh my God. There is no way, no way this game gets over this number unless there are like seven turnovers and look i was involved it's possible but i'm gonna take my chances this is gambling for a reason i'm going to gamble that there are not seven turnovers northwestern is not going to be able to score off of iowa and iowa just can't score in general like their offense can't score their offense can't score their defense can their defense might do it but i mean i feel like we have to be on this under i don't know what a key number is down here because we don't talk about these numbers 34 i guess is a key number 35 ish we're above whatever it is (laughs) we have to be on this under 35 and a half what do you say sure why why not let's let's live a little i guess
I and I feel like the same thing though. B grade on the under, just because it's a really low number. But I do think it's worth an investment. Yeah. Um, and I don't really know what it's ever going to get to an A grade under. There's no point talking about it because yeah, this number's not going to go flying up because who in the world in the right mind would be betting this over? Um, exactly. Iowa is an 11 point favorite. Sideline says it should be Iowa minus. 16 Northwestern actually gained a little bit this last week based off of a fairly impressive performance. Iowa kind of hung in there where they were. I mean, they didn't really see any change against Ohio state. What does that mean? Right. That doesn't really tell us anything. So uh, the question is, can Iowa beat anybody by 11 points? I think Iowa's the right side. It's Iowa or pass. The question is, is 11 an investable number or do we need 10? So I think I would lean towards uh, laying the points with Iowa for two reasons. Number one, and you already mentioned it, I don't know if uh, Northwestern is going to score, period. So so that's the first part of it. The second thing is, is that Iowa's special teams and defense is good for like at least eight points themselves. So if I can get a field goal from, from Iowa's offense here, which, you know, maybe I think I feel like I can, then yes, they could win this game 11 to nothing. Or, you know, maybe it gets really crazy and they win like 13 nothing yeah. um so yeah. i think Ooh, i would, would just lean, be wild. yeah so i think i'm laying i would lean towards laying the points with with iowa what number do we need for a b grade oh can we get 11 God. at a b grade or does it need to be 10 i think it needs to be i think it needs to be 10 because okay. you know and i mentioned this in, in our discord that we're going to be telling our grandchildren about this iowa offense like it is yeah. just so bad i mean just so incredibly bad. I, I'm, I'm sure there have been offenses probably even as recent as like last year or the year before that that were this bad, but man, there are just none that come to mind. The level of ineptitude um, that this offense just shows week in and week out, it's truly stunning. I, I'm i good with that. So officially, and we'll wrap this game up, but I do want to say one more thing about, about Iowa in general, but for official plays here, we've got a lean on Iowa minus 11. Uh, so a C-grade pick. If it gets a 10, that jumps to a B grade. We're going to go under 35 and a half. It's a B grade. And there's just no point talking about an A grade under because the number's never going to get there. Um, the, the, the last thing I want to say before we move on to the next one, talk about Iowa, talk about Virginia, are, are two teams that, for different reasons, right? Iowa's offensive ineptitude has lasted for uh, you know, almost a decade now, probably. Um, this is just the worst of it. And Virginia, obviously, just a very different situation, but just coming from what they were coming from, having such a talented quarterback. Uh, right. That was able to slice and dice his way down the field. And then now this, you do wonder every week watching them, is this the week that they figure something out, that they change something, that they change the personnel, that they change the scheme, that they introduce certain plays, that they mm. find, you know, like, like Clemson kind of last year, you know, finding the running back to really get them from bad to decent, right? Whatever it may be. You just wonder every week, is it going to be, and every week so far this year? No. no. And I, it, 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 it's, I don't know if depressing is the right word, but you just think you're just kind of like, I think Tom's running out. I just don't think it's going to happen. It's kind of sad because you just, you hope for yeah. success for people. You want people to be successful. We, we always like rooting for success for people, not failure. Right. And yeah. it just doesn't seem to happen. <laughs> for Iowa, yeah. Virginia. I just keep thinking maybe this is the week and it, and it, it just yeah. doesn't happen. It's pretty impressive or again, depressive depending on which way you want to look at it. But uh, Hey, we can profit off the under. So there you it, go. It, 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 this has to be like the, ugliest worst least attractive game between two power five teams this season right like can't be can't be close it's got to be this one it's the ugliest game between two power five teams where one of them will make a bowl game 
mm. is what I would say. Because okay. you could argue that like maybe there's some matchup that we're missing. Like like Arizona doesn't play Vanderbilt, right? But like there's might be some game like that, right? Or some like, you know, yeah. A, yeah. A Georgia Tech or a Boston College, one of those teams play. There might be one other one yeah. that's, that's bad, but both those teams are gonna go yeah. like two and ten, right? Yeah. Um the fact that well, Iowa is probably gonna make a bowl here. <laughs> well, and, and Arizona is disqualified because there could be 80 points they're, in that game. They're fun. So, yes, they're yeah, fun. They're, yes. They're, they're fun. So, yeah. but Georgia Tech, Boston yeah. College, that that was a good example. That is another yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, 330 Eastern at North Texas at Kentucky. On to games you do want to watch. Uh, Western Kentucky yeah. is a nine point favorite in this one. Sideline says Western Kentucky minus 13.1. I think Western Kentucky at single digit seems a little bit short to me. Um, total is seven. And look, I think that total is a little bit short too. I know that North Texas burned us on the total last week. Um, I was on the Western Kentucky under last week, actually. Uh, that was because it was UAB. That was because I felt like Western Kentucky was more of a team that uh, was going a little bit slower based off of who they were playing this one should be issued up, but we got so burnt last week on the North Texas one. Mm-hmm. But 70 seems a little bit short, right? Shouldn't this be 73, something a little bit higher? Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Western Kentucky overs have not done as well this season as you would have anticipated, but mm-hmm. I, I will accept that maybe the UTSA North Texas game was just kind of a blip on the radar. North Texas can get back um, to, to apparently the way they want to play games, uh, you know, playing games into the seventies and eighties. So I can give a B grade on the over 70 um, here. And I, I completely agree. I want to lay the nine points of Western Kentucky. I really like what I've seen from them this year. Um, it's one of those things where, okay, maybe you don't feel great about, about the total being at 70 or whatever, but I think what Western Kentucky has shown us this season is that no matter how the game plays out, they can find a way to, to, to win it. And I don't think North Texas is, is good enough to keep it close, regardless of how the game plays out. So um, I, I really like playing the, uh, laying the nine points, excuse me, with Western Kentucky. So is that, is that an A grade for you then? I think I would give it an A grade. All right, so we'll go A grade, Western Kentucky minus nine. On the total, here's the, the – before, before we lock in a total play, here's the question that I want to ask. Are we concerned at all? North Texas played UTSA this last week and seemingly decided we've been playing all these games in the 70s and 80s, and now we're playing a team that can score. We want to slow it down. Is there any concern that that same thing happens here and that 70 is too high based off UNT zigzagging? If UNT plays, that's the thing I think we have to ask ourselves. Was last week an aberration? Was it bad football? Was it just, you know, the conditions, the whatever, the travel? Who knows, right? The the guys just missing routes, you know, that sort of thing. Or was that North Texas saying, hey, we can't outscore them. We could outscore those other teams. And so we have to play a different style of football. That's the question that I want to know on this one, because if this is, I think really you answer that, it actually tells you what to play. Cause 70 is right at a key number here. Mm-hmm. And I think if you say that's an aberration and North Texas is going to get back to their old ways, I think you say over 70 in a heartbeat. If you say North Texas is going to come up with that same game plan, which is like drive this game into the ground because they can't outscore them. Then I think you're happy with under 70. Mm-hmm. Do we have any feel for that whatsoever? I, I don't have a feel for that one way or the other. No. Um, I, I would just say, man, if if North Texas was going to change their stripes 
at this point in the season, that was a hell of a performance. It was <laughs> like the first like six or seven weeks or however many it was, um, because they definitely had me fooled with with how they were playing games. So I don't think I'm ready to to hop off after one game. Is kind yeah. of what and, I was and just a quick look at that, North Texas did still pass for 325 yards. They still only ran the ball, uh, looking at this, 17 times. So they still were pa- – 31 passes. So, I mean, they still were yeah. passing the ball a lot. And so based off of that, I kind of tend to agree. I think I think I'm with you. I think let's go B grade on the over. I, I, I'm i kind of just putting that out there as in maybe they're going to, so that way we've kind of thought about it. It's on the record here. But I don't think that's the case. I really do think that it's hard to just all of a sudden do that. They still were passing the ball. If they do that against Western Kentucky, it should be a higher scoring game. And I think that last week was an aberration, but only a B grade because I'm just not that confident in it. But I do think I do think this number should be 73. I'm just surprised at 70. Well, so what what about the the spread then? Do you think it should be an A grade on the spread or do you think it should just be a B grade? Personally, I I would say B grade and I would say A grade at seven. Okay, let's let's go B grade then. All right, so we're gonna, <laughs> this one was a fun one. We're gonna go yeah. B grade Western Kentucky at nine. If it gets to seven, it'll be an A grade. I don't think it will. Um, I just I do think you're right that Western Kentucky just finds ways at this point. They're really impressive. Yeah. They're a lot of fun to watch. Um, that could mean they win by 14, 10, 7. I don't really know what it means. North Texas right. is such a weird team. I don't want to be over-invested in them. Uh, and let's give the over a B grade. And again, I don't think if we're talking about an A grade because if North Texas – it's more about the volatility. of If North Texas right. does come out play a really weird style of football, this game could land in the low 50s. And at that point, there's no number that makes it worth an A grade. Right. Um, but I think it's a B grade really at 70. I don't think it's a B grade at any other number higher than 70. Really, I think that's kind of as high as I want to go. Yep. All right, 3.30 Eastern, SMU at Tulsa. SMU is a three-point road favorite here. Sideline says 5.3, got SMU ranked 51st, Tulsa ranked 83rd. Uh, I just don't believe in this Tulsa team. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's really not much more to it than that. I think SMU can go on the road and win by three. I like SMU. I think three is a great number. I think we should be laying the three with SMU. Total is 67 and a half. Uh, What do you have for us? I definitely think we should be laying the points with SMU as well. I, I kind of mentioned this last week, uh, and, and somehow SMU ended up covering that game against Cincinnati where it felt like they were outside the number almost the entire game. Cincinnati some, kicked like seven field goals or some ridiculous number. Five, and, and field, you, five field goals, I think. It was like, yeah, and you, and you talk about repetitive things, and you know, you got to think that Cincinnati more times than not is going to come away with more points in the red zone than what they did last week. I think SMU is a, a, a fairly straightforward team, in my opinion. When they're playing you know, above average teams and better, they're going to have a hard time. If they're playing teams that are just slightly less talented than them, I think they're going to you know, be able to win pretty handily. So I think late the three points with SMU in this spot, I, I don't think that Tulsa is the type of team that can keep up with, with SMU. Even though it's going to be homecoming for Tulsa. Um, sorry, should have picked a different team for homecoming. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I say let's give a B grade to SMU, laying the three points with with them. Uh, the total here, man. Um, ah, man, Tulsa has gotten into a lot of high-scoring games this season. And so my initial gut instinct would be to play the over in, in this spot. What, what do you think on the total? I need to compose myself for you suggesting an over at 67 and a half. 
Yeah, <laughs> I, it's just blows yeah, my mind. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, goodness, I, that freaking Tulsa Wyoming game had seventy seven <laughs> points. Northern Illinois and Tulsa had seventy three points. Um, Ole Miss and Tulsa had I don't know what that was sixty two points. Uh, you know the Navy game, but that but we points. just saw the Temple game. That's like I can't get that out of my head. I I yeah. how do we feel about that? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I completely uh, agree with you. And then we've got the Cincinnati game against Tulsa earlier this season where it was only 52 points. Um, so I could definitely see that that being the case here too. Look, you're never going to have to try very hard to talk me out of an over at 67 and a half. Like, you know, so let's 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 say let's wait until 65. Good. That's that's pretty, plenty of clearance. If it's got to 65, we could play the over okay. at, at that number. Okay, I'm, I'm happy with that. I, I the, the thing about that simple game, so I watched that game, um, Tulsa ran the ball a lot, and they did. they did. If they run the ball a lot against SMU, everything has to. People, people always talk about oh, to get to a seventies, like everything has to go right. Um, if you've seen Arizona play this year, everything doesn't have to go right. If you've seen Oregon play this year, everything doesn't have to go right. That Oregon UCLA right. game had everything go wrong, and it got into the seventies. So right. that's 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 wrong. There's not this like oh, if it's seventies, everything has to go right. But if it's in the 70s and you have teams that run the ball, everything has to go right because you are right. going to end up with a lot of two-yard runs. You're going to have a lot of big runs too. But unless yeah. they're just, you know, unless they're the Nebraska triple option of the 80s, right? Or, you know, 80s and 90s, yeah. getting early 90s, you know, getting yeah. 17 yards of pop, you know, that sort of thing. Um, things have to go right. So that's my fear with this Tulsa thing is if I saw them run the ball so much. And if they do that against SMU, it feels like a high scoring game still might land right at like, right at like 65, 66, that sort of thing. Right. Right. Um, okay. So we'll, we'll hold off on the over. We're kind of leaning that direction, but we need a little bit better of a number. Uh, we'll lay the three with SMU. Look, I think this is an A grade minus three. Um, my take is this uh, SMU, they hung with Cincinnati, and, and I get that the game was at home, but they hung with Cincinnati. Yeah, I feel like Cincinnati is a lot better than Tulsa. I just don't believe in this Tulsa yeah. team at all. I think Cincinnati's quietly pretty good. Um, yeah. Obviously not you know as good as they were last year. I think Cincinnati's a pretty good team. And I know this is flipped home and row, but I mean, I, I just think this number should be higher than a field goal. So I think it's a I, great number. I think it's a reasonable play. I think I think minus three is an A grade for me. Let's let's do it. All righty. Uh, so A-grade play on SME minus three, holding off on the over for now. Oregon and Cal, 330 Eastern. Uh, this Oregon team just continues to impress. Uh, they are now up to sixth in my ranking. You talked earlier about um, you know some of those top teams or whatever. I think Oregon is at least trying to establish himself right above that. I don't know what to do with a lot of you teams. Um, yeah. Looking really good. Should have an easy win here at Cal. Coming off of a big win, of course, but not a look-ahead spot at least uh, a Cal team that just isn't that good. Nope. I think that this game plays out very similar to the Washington game with the exception that Oregon's a lot better than Washington. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we, we can, I, we can uh, definitively say that. Yes. And so when I see that game play out, I'm like, Cal was able to score 21 on Washington. And defensively, I'm not sure Oregon's that much better than Washington defensively. I think they're probably fairly close. It's probably rounding error. I think Cal can put up some points. But Washington getting 28, Oregon's going to put up 45. I mean, I know that we talked about with, with Cal yeah. this year. We see what happened with Cal, Arizona. Arizona put up whatever it was, you know, 50 points on them or something. Mm -hmm. 
Oregon's going to put up 50 as well. Like Oregon is just going to score at will. I think California can score some points. I think this total is really low. It's about the same total as Washington, but I mean, you're taking the same two teams, but you're making one of them have a much better offense. Like I don't understand yeah. this total. I want to go over 57. I want to lay uh, the 15 and a half. So I think it should be yeah. 19.4. Uh, I, I like both of those a whole lot. So what is, yeah. what is your take? I, I think you laid out everything that I was thinking on, on this one very well. No need to do belabor the point let's go double b grades on the over and laying the 15 and a half with with oregon i've been impressed with with oregon and um you know i talk more than once on this show about how i'm this close to being done with certain teams can't believe i'm gonna say this i'm this close to believing in bonix i mean i'm, I'm pretty I, yeah i'm pretty close yeah pretty yeah, close. yeah. <laughs> so, uh I, yeah and if, if he plays anywhere you're close right. you're, you're, you're dead right if he if he plays anything close to the way he's been playing Oregon, Oregon covers this game, and this game gets into the 60s. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's your buy point for the over 55 for, for an A grade? Yes. Yep. Okay. So we'll, we'll go B grade over 57. If it gets 55, I don't think it will. I can't see why it would. If it does, yep. um, then that would be – hopefully hopefully it does. Hopefully people look at the Washington thing and say it'll play out similarly. I don't think it will. I think Oregon's offense is just that much better than Washington. We saw Washington move the ball, but the, the difference – Washington moved the ball really well the first three times. Came away with six points. Yeah. Oregon's offense is good enough. Other than that like first half against Washington State that was so bonkers, they put the ball in the end zone all three times. And like you said, this game gets in the 60s easily. So yeah. um, maybe it does go down. Maybe we get lucky. But B grade over 57, A grade if it drops to 55. Oregon minus 15 and a half. What's the reason for that not to be an A grade? Is it because we want to wait for, we need 14? Is it coming off of UCLA? Is it just a really large number? I, I really love backing Oregon. I think they just smoke them. Uh, well, so I think coming off the UCLA game, yes. I also just think of, it feels like this was more than once. Maybe it's just one time and I'm just, you know, living, reliving it in, in my head. But I feel like I've seen a good Oregon team go to Cal more than a couple of times and and come away with with either a loss or a really short win, a lot shorter than than we would have expected. Um, I mean, but but that's the only thing that that's keeping me from that. It's nothing. Um, it's nothing that's happened this season. It's stuff that's happened in the past. So I probably should be with you and make this an A grade. Uh, because again, that there's nothing that I've seen this season from these teams that would make me think um, Oregon couldn't cover this number comfortably. All right, so can we, so can we do A? Is that you officially yeah, let's, giving Let's, let's do let's right. give it an A grade. Yeah. All right, it's a, it's a sizable edge according to the model, and I don't see any reason why the model will be off here. Uh, I think maybe you're looking at. I just don't see it going to 14. If it does, again, there's been some weird line movements. We just love it even more at 14. But to me, this feels more like. You know, you're on the right side of 17, but in reality, I think you should just be on the right side of 20. I think 20 and 21 right. are your two most likely outcomes on this. Cal's right. respectable enough, and their defense is good enough to not let Oregon score 60, right, by themselves. Right. Um, so I, I don't see Oregon really winning by 45, that sort of craziness, but like Oregon winning by three touchdowns is completely reasonable. I, I would, I yep. don't think anybody would be surprised about that. That's kind of what I think. Yep. So, yep. um, a grade for us at Oregon minus 15 and a half. B grade over 57. A grade if it gets to 55. Yeah. Uh, 330 Eastern Illinois at Nebraska. Illinois is a seven point road favorite. Uh, sideline here says Illinois minus seven and a half. Seven is Illinois ranked 25th. Another one of those teams just consistently rising in the rankings every single week. Nebraska has leveled out at 67th, um, settling in as, you know, mediocre. Total's 51 and a half. Um, 
Illinois, I, 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 you know, Nebraska, I feel like is not the team to drag Illinois into a high scoring game. Um, Illinois, this feels like a game that they can exert their will, which is run it down your throat, um, pass when needed and be very efficient and good when passing, but also Mm. more so just run it down your throat and control the clock, control the game, get that suffocating defense out there. Like, yeah. This total feels way too high. This feels like a game that Illinois wins like twenty four to ten, right? And, and and let's and let's remember that this is the same head coach who who when he was coaching at Arkansas played Texas in a bowl game and talked about it being borderline erotic, getting to take a knee like inside the ten yard line just to like run out the time at the end of the game. Uh, so yeah. yes, I, I I completely agree with your assessment of this. Yeah, um, I, I I think it's lay the points with Illinois or pass. I still don't think Nebraska is very good. Uh, if you're a Nebraska fan, your soul has got to be like dead at this yeah, point. I'm sorry for you. Uh, I know some Nebraska fans. My condolences. Like this is a rough time. Uh, if you're a fan of any college team, any sports team, you've been through this. We've all been through it. We can all relate. It's not fun times. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that there won't be any atmosphere that there will still be fans there, but I mean, it, it doesn't feel like it'll be the same type of crowd. I couldn't right. get behind this Nebraska team. I want to lay this seven with Illinois. The question is, what grade do we give that? And I want to go under 51 and a half. Same question. What grade do we give it? What do you got for us? I would give the under 51 and a half a B grade just because it's so close to 52. want to wait and, and see if it goes to 52. I mean, I don't know why it would, but I believe, and, and let me double check this. I believe this opened at, at 51, and I played it under 51, and I saw that it went to 51 and a half, and I'm thinking, what in the world am I missing? Yeah, so I got it at 51. It has since gone up to 51 and a half. Um, so let's let's go um, under 51 and a half with a B grade. If it gets to 52, we'll make it an A. If, if this goes back down to 51, that's fine. Let's give it an A grade at, at 51 as well. It, that's what I was going to say. I was just going to say, I was like, to me, it's an A grade either way. Yeah. This is a, we're only going to put two units on it right now hold back that third one in case it gets better but if not yep. we still want that third unit on the under because we still yep. think this game does yep. not sniff the 50s yep okay. definitely agree and if you if you feel so led to make this a b grade on illinois then then let's do that um i i think nebraska is not very good like you said what do they have left to play for what do they have left to be excited about um i i think that you know There's not much there. And and Illinois, obviously, is kind of on cloud nine at this point. I think you're going to get a really tough game from them uh, week in and and week out. I think uh, their style of play is going to travel. And and so if you think that this should be a B grade, then then I'm with you. I think think we can give it a B grade at seven. Seven and a half, I think it – I don't think it does. I don't think it's investable. But at seven, I think it's worth the investment. So I'm going to go B graded with Illinois. I think the thing that gets me there to this as a B grade is the fact that – and we we heard about it. We've heard a lot about it with Kansas with the new coach coming in, the excitement or whatever. And a lot of other coaches have talked about the difference between this Kansas and Kansas from a few years ago. It's, you know, even from last year, it's not even so much the, um, the talent, like they don't really still have a lot of talent there. It's the effort. They're all playing in unison. They're pulling the same direction. It's all of those intangible things that you talk about with motivation. It's so hard for us to, to see this from the outside. So a lot of times, like we can't put that in the model because we don't know those things. We're not in the locker room. We're not seeing all those things. It's more about we just see it on the field. A lot of times the results on the field show those things. And so we can take those results and then put them in the model. We don't need to add anything else right. to it. Right. But when you're talking about season-long things, you do have to wonder, like, this is the type of game where Illinois, it, things are going right. Every player's 
going to be excited to play every single play for Nebraska. You have to wonder about that. And that can make a difference in how a game plays out. If there's just a little bit of lack of effort this week in practice, because it's just playing out the string. Obviously yeah. Nebraska is, you know, trying to win and make a bowl game, but it's just, like you said, Illinois is on cloud nine. Everything's going their way here lately. Um, after that <sighs> loss, yeah, early on in the season that we're still better about. Um, yeah. And those type of things make a difference. And so that's why I think it's worth the investment here at seven Illinois. So we'll go be great Illinois minus seven and we'll go under. We're going to say the under isn't a grade. We're going to put two of our units on it right now. Hold off on the third one and just kind of track the number and see if we can get a better number. If not, that's OK. We still love the under either way in this one as long as it's a 50 something. Yep. Uh, Oklahoma State at Kansas State, 3.30 Eastern kickoff. Kansas State, I assume they're going to have their quarterbacks. They had one get hurt at the beginning of the game, one get hurt in the middle of the game. He looked great, and he comes back. Uh, I assume they're going to have a quarterback. Uh, Will Howard, looking fantastic. Uh, Kansas State, just apparently the place to go if you're a a retread transfer. Just go to Kansas State, and your career will be revived, apparently. Um, He was just dropping dimes against TCU. Uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, I assume they'll have a quarterback. Uh, who knows if Spencer Sanders going to practice this week, but it didn't seem to matter against Texas. Um, two teams that look pretty good. Sideline has Oklahoma State 12, Kansas State 21st. Sideline says Oklahoma State minus 0.9. It's OSU minus 1. I think this line is priced perfectly. Uh, yeah. I want to talk about the total 58. Who oh boy, I love this over. I think there's this perception of Kansas State as a team that's like a defensive and going to run it down your throat team and Kansas mm-hmm. can do that. But when I watched the big 12 this year, there's only one team that really, I say that about that's Iowa state. When you look at Iowa mm-hmm. state, what they did against Texas, bringing them down to a lower score game, that Kansas game, which was so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Iowa state's the team that does it this year. Kansas state will go out and just sling it around. You saw it against TCU. We've seen it when uh, Kansas state against Oklahoma, putting up all those points. Kansas State's just a fun team, and I think the perception is off on them. This total is way too low, in my opinion. I love this over 50. We talk about Oklahoma State. They play with their pants on fire. I mean, they yeah, just yeah. go. I mean, and their defense yeah. isn't that good either. I yeah. love this over. I don't care about the side at all. I just want an A grade over 58 on this one. Yep. Okay. Let's go a grade on the over 58. You don't have to, I mean, honestly, you're not gonna have to work very hard to sell me on an over on any big 12 game uh, this season. So let's give it a grade there. And I'm with you. Game seems well-priced. Maybe you get some news on some quarterbacks on either side of this game that maybe makes you change your mind a little bit on the, on the spread. But as of right now, we've, you've got nothing. I, I, I don't know. I guess I guess I would lean towards Oklahoma State because I feel like for sure Sanders or not for sure, but I feel better about Sanders is probably going to play. Whereas who do you know who's going to play for for Kansas State? So I guess I would yeah. lean towards laying the point with Oklahoma State if I had to. All right, so we'll go with a lean on Oklahoma State minus one. I think it's really well priced. I don't think it's worth investing in. Uh, I, I'm not sure that'll change throughout the week. I don't think the number moves enough to really make. I just think focus on the over 58 is way too low for these yep. two teams. Uh, this probably goes over in the middle of the third quarter and then we can coast the rest of the way and watch other games. Yeah. Um, 7 p.m. Eastern, Coastal Carolina at Marshall. Marshall is a two and a half point favorite. Sideline says it should be six. This is a sizable edge on Marshall. I've got them ranked 56th. Coastal Carolina, 76. Coastal Carolina, six and one on the season, but it's a very deceptive six and one. Not really um, a lot of impressive wins there. Kind of some disappointing games. Uh, Marshall four and three, but of course a much tougher schedule. So I just think Marshall's a better team at home. Uh, I, you know, I think we're going to lay the two and a half with Marshall total is 54 and a half. Marshall's been such a good under team and coastal has been kind of surprisingly a team 
that kind of plays with you. If you go under, they want to yep. go under. If they go fast, you go, they go, you know, you go fast, they go fast. Um, yep. So the question is just, you know, how do we feel about the 54 and a half versus obviously 155? Uh, give us your take on this one. I I am, I, I think that the under is, is the right play here. Um, just because I think that Marshall, man, they just seem to be able to pull every single team they play into a defensive struggle. And, you know, we talk about McCall, the quarterback for Coastal Carolina, how how good he is. But the thing is, is the, the offense just hasn't been what it's been in yep. past seasons this season. Yep. And so I think you're just a tick off of a key number there. And, and this is kind of killing me to say this, but I'm not sure this gets up to 55. I think this is going to be coming down throughout the week. Um, so I want to lock in a B grade on the under 54 and a half right now. If it goes to 55, that's great. I think I probably want to get the third unit on it, regardless of where it goes. So if we start seeing it going down to like, you know, 54, 53 and a half, sure. Let's throw the third unit in at that number. Um, but definitely want to lock in the B grade here right now. I also want to be on, on Marshall for, for all of the reasons that, that you just, you just stated. So um, for, for you, would you make this an A grade or, or a B grade on? on I, I would make it an A grade at two and a half. I think it's a B okay. grade at three. I think it's two and a half. I think it's an A grade. And the reason why, I think there's a misperception about these two teams. I think people are writing off Marshall beating Notre Dame as a fluke. And obviously, they Notre Dame's still a better team. They should not have won the game, right? If they play that game right, right. 20 times, Marshall doesn't win at 10, right? Um, but I think there's just this line is priced as if these two teams are even. And I think there's this like, oh, well, Coastal's got a better record and Coastal was good in years past. And I think that's just mm -hmm. biasing yeah. this line. This number should be three and a half, four easily. The fact yep. that it's two and a half, I just think there's tremendous amount of value on it. So I'm going to give it an A grade and say, hey, view viewer, take it, run with it at less than three. If the number goes up like I think it will and you feel like it, you can try to play for a middle later. We think it'll be low scoring, so it could easily land on three or four. So if it gets up to four and a half, you can play for a middle. You got options, but I just think two and a half is a steal. So I just want to take the value and run. Um, so it'd be an A grade for me at two and a half. And it sounds like we're going to play this one the same way we're going to play the Illinois Nebraska game. We're going to go ahead and put two of our units on the under 54 and a half. We do want a third on it. It's an A grade under, but we're going to hold off that third unit just in case it does get to 55. If not, we will lock it in at 54, 53 and a half, something like that. Yep. Sounds good. All righty. 7 p.m. Eastern Southern Cal at Arizona. Um, oh, oh boy, that total 75 and a half. And, and, and it, look, has, and it has come down. It opened up at 77 and it has come down. I'm going to say is don't play the under people. That's all I'm going to say. No. Don't play the under. Um, <laughs> Arizona's playing games in like the eighties and nineties. You know, they laugh at the seventies. Um, yeah. Southern Cal uh, is ranked ninth according to sideline Arizona 89th. That's a large discrepancy between it is. two teams. Sideline it says is. it should be USC minus 20 and a half. Uh, this to me is very reminiscent of the Oregon game against Cal. I just think this number should be a whole lot higher. I think the discrepancy between a couple of these top teams in the Pac-12 is wider than it's ever been in years past. I have a lot of respect for USC. I don't think they are national title contenders just yet. We talked about all that talent they brought in. Um, they, they're a pretty good team, right? They're going to they're gonna look for the ball on defense, and that's going to give up a lot of points, but they're going to get a couple turnovers. They're going to randomly get a stop or two. And I just don't see Arizona stopping USC at all. USC has shown to be a team that against a good defense can struggle, but against a bad defense will put up all a lot of points. The points. Yep. Yep. I'm not sure USC gets stopped. They get enough stops to win this one by more than 15, in my opinion. So I like laying the 15 with Southern Cal. And at 75 and a half, I mean, I think over is the right play, but I, I just, 
Nope. I don't think I can do it. No. <laughs> even, even I would have to stop you from yourself on, yeah. on that one if yeah. you wanted to go over yeah. that number. Yeah, I don't have much to yeah. say about this. I think your breakdown of this game is pretty good. Let's give a B grade laying the 15 points with, with SC. All right. And I think to me, A grade 13 and a half, A grade 14. I, I think I would say four. I think 13? I would say 14. I, I was going to say 14, but just because, like, who who's getting a stop in this game? Right. And there's really I, like, I, I agree. I think the difference between this one and the Oregon game to me is Arizona's offense is good enough to it be like one of those tennis matches at you know at Wimbledon or at the US Open where we get the hard hard surface there at Wimbledon. We've seen a lot of these where it's like guys just can't get breaks. And right. I, I think that's the same sort of thing. I think USC will get a stop or two, we'll get a turnover or something like that. But Arizona's just gonna put up a lot of points. And so it's like knowing how much they're gonna score, it's just gonna be hard to win by that third touchdown. Whereas yep. Oregon, I think, is just so much better than Cal. I, I just I really yeah. like what I've seen from Oregon this year. I think that Cal's gonna struggle to get out of the way and score enough to hang in there with Oregon. Whereas like Arizona, I feel like I feel like Arizona would score on anybody at this point. Like they're just yeah. Yeah. such a fun offense. Uh yeah. their just defense is garbage. So yeah. uh USC may not get stopped, but if Arizona gets a ton of scores too, it's not impossible. I think I think Cal still Southern Cal still wins by 21. I just think it's I really want that 14 for the A grade for this one. So we'll go B grade at minus 15 for USC. If it gets to 14, that'd be an A grade. And like I said, I think it's over or pass, but yeah. I think we're going to choose pass. Yeah. Uh, unless it comes down, if it comes down to 73, I feel like we'd have to go over 73, right? If, if, it, if it does. Sure. Why? All why, right. Why not? If it gets to 73, then we'll just thank our lucky stars. I don't see why it would. These yeah. two teams are Arizona's again playing in the 80s and 90s. It just doesn't seem yeah. reasonable for this to keep coming down. Um, 7 p.m. Eastern, UAB at Florida Atlantic. UAB is a five and a half point favorite. Sideline says it should be 9.2. I've got UAB ranked 60th, Florida Atlantic 100th. I think it's enough of an edge to play UAB. Um, totals 48. Do we think UAB, how confident are we that UAB can win by a touchdown is the question. And how do we feel about a number like 48? Well, when you go look at UAB schedule and the, the games they've won this season, uh, when they win, it's not particularly close. And so I, I definitely think that UAB can win by uh, a, a touchdown. Um, I think it would probably be a, a B grade. Uh, you know, you mentioned sideline makes it makes it nine. I, I think though, I would only feel so good as to give this like a B grade. Is that what I'm you're that? perfectly happy with a B on this one? I don't think. Um, I think I would need it to be like three and a half probably for an A grade. And I don't think we get to that number. I think UAB is worth the investment, but uh, it's just not a big, six and seven are just not as key. There's just not enough weight on the probability there for me to love uh, five and a half personally. So I think it's worth the investment. It's just not an A grade in my opinion. Okay. I also say that we give a B grade to the under 48 here. Uh, just you look at UAB and they haven't had very many games go under this number, but they've played a bunch of teams with decent offenses and, and bad defenses as far as Charlotte, uh, Middle Tennessee, Georgia Southern. And so I really, the only games that you can kind of look at that were maybe somewhat similar to this was Liberty. And then whatever happened in that Western Kentucky game last week, which wouldn't have thought, you know, I thought maybe that one had a chance to go under, but wouldn't have thought that it would go as far under as it did only being 37 points in that, in that game. So I like the under 48 here. I would only give that a B grade. I think I would need, and I don't know exactly which number, but either 51 or 52 before I would give this hmm. a grade on the under. Hmm. 
I'm a little surprised. Weren't we on the Florida Atlantic under last week? Against UTEP under 51, yes. And that hit pretty easily? Uh, 45 points in that game, I believe. Okay. I was I was kind of thinking based off of that that you'd have a little bit more liking of the 48. I, I figured a, I was expecting a harder pitch from you. Well, 45 points and like UTEP's offense is not good. UAB's offense mm. is, is better. Mm-hmm. Now, now you could say that UAB's defense is also better than than UTEP's, yeah. but you yeah, know, for sure. I just think that you might get in a situation where UAB puts up 31 and then you're mm. kind of biting your nails there at the end of the game how many points Florida Atlantic is going to get. So, um I think I'd only give a B grade at 48. Okay. All right. So B grade under 48, B grade at UAB minus five and a half. 730 Eastern kickoff Arizona State at Colorado. Arizona State's a 13 point favorite life from Arizona State. They did not get the win this weekend, but they hung in there, played valiantly. They'll get a much easier test to Colorado. Look, I am, I think, firmly on this, like, let's fade Colorado every week now for the rest of the season. They are absolutely terrible. Like, like I said, they got the, they didn't even sniff a cover against Oregon State this last nope. week. Nope. And like I said, I think it's they got their win they've partied hard and they have nothing left to play for this season they know they're not going to a bowl they know they're probably not winning another game arizona state is fighting for a bowl i don't think they get there i think they really needed that stanford win but i think they're still playing hard you have a new coach coming in potentially so mm-hmm. they know they need to make all the impressions on tape they can yeah. uh, i think we should be laying the 13 with arizona state sideline says 17.6 colorado ranked 121st i mean uh, arizona state's not nearly as good as oregon state is but I think they can go on the road and beat Colorado. I think they can go on the road and do what Cal couldn't do because apparently Arizona State somewhat decent despite whatever the heck happened early on in the season with Herm Edwards. Sideline has them ranked 65th. I mean, I I did not think we'd see them this high. I mean, if you would have told me uh, after like the third week of the season, fourth week of the season that uh, Arizona State was 65th, I would have said you mean like 165th and you started ranking FCS teams, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, they're just a much better team. I think they can go on the road and get this victory handily. I think we should play the 13. Uh, totals 47. What do you have for us here? I agree. B grade on land the 13 with Arizona State. And man, I think my buy point for the under would be 48, I think. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. I just can't quite get there with, with 47. Like Colorado is really bad guys. I, I mean, Arizona state could put up 35 or, or, or something like that. And I would not be surprised at all. And I mean, Colorado's bad, but could they still get 13 points if, um, you know, Arizona state got 35? I think the answer is yes. So um, I, I think 48 would probably be my buy point on the under for this one. Do you think that Arizona state's offense? how do you think Arizona state's offense compares to Oregon states? I think it's a touch better. A touch, a touch better. And and I wouldn't even even know if I'd say better. I think they call the game in a way that um, leads itself to potentially scoring a few more points. Mm -hmm. Is how I would say. Okay. Um, That's what I was going to say is that, you know, there were obviously there were 51 points in Colorado, Oregon State. That one went um, over. I just think – it's, it's tough because I, I feel like Oregon State scored way too many points in that game. That was just surprised me that they got that many points off of Colorado. So um, yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, we'll say 48 is our under by point. Yeah. We're going to pass at 47. We're going to say Arizona State minus 13 is a B grade pick. I don't think there's an A grade number for me on this one. Nope. Arizona State's still too volatile. Yep. Uh, I, I don't think I, I just don't want to be, I just don't want that 30 you know, on Arizona State unless yep. you said like pick them, which is like something that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I completely agree with you. 
7.30 Eastern, Baylor at Texas Tech. Happy butt week to all who celebrate. Um, Sideline says that this one should be Texas Tech minus one. They are a two-point favorite. Total is 62. As a Baylor fan, I do not think they win this game. Um, I've been mostly on Baylor this season. I think they've been undervalued for the most part. That's worked kind of sometimes. It hasn't worked kind of sometimes. They they got the cover against Kansas. Um, I saw concerns against Kansas, though, that were the same concerns I saw against West Virginia, the same concerns I saw against BYU, and the same concerns I saw against Oklahoma State, which is a team that is good and somehow just can't quite get out of their own way and it's becoming an epidemic it's becoming the same thing we talk about with memphis where memphis plays these low scoring games is a low scoring team but then they just they're big play prone and that's just apparently who they are and it's becoming evident that this baylor team just hasn't quite put it together yet and when they do i think the sky is the limit for them i mean obviously they're not going to be as good as like ohio state but i mean i think they will be a very good team can compete with anybody in the big 12 if they can put it together but i just don't think they're there yet i need to see it they dropped a wide open pass in the end zone that could have really put the game away at the end of the first half against kansas uh played with their food let kansas back in um you know, all the mistakes in previous games, we don't have to go back through them again. Tech, on the other hand, is a team we talked about all season as a team who we've been waiting to put it together. We said we knew that they would get better defensively because of the fact that they have a defensive-minded coach. We said they get better offensively because they had all the talent there. They just had to put it together. And boy, did they ever put it together last week in a drubbing of yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. So I do not like my chances as a Baylor fan going into Lubbock and win. I think Tech wins this game. I don't think there's particular value right now. It's like Tech minus two, but like minus 125 or something. So right mm. now I'm going to say lean on Tech, but it's just not worth investing yet. Let's see what the number does. Let's come back right. to this later in the week and see what happens. But I just, I want no part of Baylor in this game. Um, Lubbock's a very tough place to play, but I do want to go over 62 in this. I think 62 is a fairly key number, uh, again, mm. up in the 60s. Uh, Baylor has shown the ability to score lots of points. Um, you saw the points they gave up against Kansas. That game against Kansas should have gotten into the seventies, basically, if it wasn't for yeah. the weird thing. Yeah. If it wasn't for the refs completely missing two spots on a fourth, on a third down and a fourth down for Baylor inside the ten, and Baylor dropping that touchdown pass. Um, yep. You know, I failed two point converted. There were just so many ways that, that game should have gotten. And, and, and an, another example of a, a number out on total that moved the wrong way all week. You know, why did that that Baylor Kansas total keep moving down like it did? We were, you know, we pushed, but like you said, that game should have easily been in the sixties. Easily, and, yeah. and so just another example of numbers moving in a way that makes no sense. Yes, absolutely. And, and I'm sorry, I mean, I guess the answer to that one specifically is people were concerned about the wind. But again, we talked about the wind. You got to look at the direction of the wind. Wind does not affect totals. Wind to the side can affect totals, but also only passing offenses. In a situation like right. Texas and Oklahoma State, where Texas can run the ball all day in Oklahoma State, uh, also came with Spencer Sanders running the ball, um, not going to affect it as well. So it's not as simple as it's windy. It means low points. You got to look more into it. So uh, I, I want to go over the 62. I love this number. It's an A grade for me. At this number, any higher drops to a B grade. Um, but yeah, the game last week should have gotten in the 60s. I think this one gets in the 60s. I think Tech's offense is better than Kansas offense. And I don't think their defense is 
enough better to stop Baylor. I think if Baylor had wanted to and kept playing and needed to, they would have scored more points. They should have scored more points. So I think Baylor can easily get into the 30s. I think Tech easily gets into the 30s. I think this game's more likely to finish around 70 or 80 points than 62. It's just 62 is a key number, so that's my threshold for an A grade over, and that's where I want it at. I Yeah. 100% agree with you. I I, I want the over. You, you, you mentioned that we don't talk about these games beforehand. I, I texted you a few things that I was interested in, and I, I said, does the over in Tech and Baylor, does that strike your fancy? And you didn't couldn't say yes enough. enough <laughs> I could not. I could not. And, and, and so, yeah, I, I'm all good with the over. It's it's whatever grade you want to put on it. I, I would endorse whatever that is. And I, I'm, I agree with you. Like on the side, uh, I'm excited to watch this game because it's going to be an exciting yeah. game. Uh, it's it's going to be a Lots lot of points. points. But don't want to have to pick the winner. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, over 62 is a grade play for us then. Like I said, I would lean Tech. But again, right now, I don't want to. It's just a lean. I don't want to be too invested in it. I want to see what the number does. It, it, you know, if it gets high enough, there is a point where Baylor money line makes sense. If you can get massive plus odds, like I said I don't like their chances to win, but if you get enough of a plus odds, it makes sense in a high scoring shootout type game. Um, if it if it's tech minus two and the odds are better, it makes more sense to lay the two. It just kind of I just want to see the number settle in. I don't like this minus two minus one twenty five business um, right. that it's sitting at right now. So I just want to hold off on the side. But we will loop back to that later, maybe on Patreon, just because the number may settle here in the next twenty four hours. And if, if it doesn't, I see something like we can jump. But otherwise mainly focus on the over to get that in before it goes up. It should only go up because there should be more points in this in this game. Yeah. Uh, going from my team to yours, 730 Eastern, Ole Miss at Texas A&M. I tweeted out the screenshot, of course, of your face and my face yeah. when Jake said he was going to play A&M um, yeah. against South Carolina. Look, I know that Ole Miss... Clearly he doesn't watch the previous shows before he comes on to the show. <laughs> Well, maybe he does. If so, uh, say hi in the comments, Jake. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, Ole Miss let us down this last weekend in control yeah. of that LSU game. And then just... And they weren't in control. And they weren't. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's what Ole Miss has done all season. I yeah. really felt like a game in that situation, this was the time to put it all together. And they didn't. Here's the thing, though, against AM, and this is in college station, but against AM, who I just, we talked about, we just don't think they're a very good team. Um, right. If they have that stretch where they kind of fall apart, I don't think AM is good enough to take advantage of it. LSU is on the other side of that. They did take advantage of, of it. Kudos to them. I don't think AM will take advantage of that. Two and a half weeks is way too short. I think Ole Miss should be favored by a lot more. I still have Ole Miss at 14th in the ratings despite that massive uh disappointing showing this last week but i got texas a&m at 32nd um <laughs> this feels like a downhill season for a&m uh if you're on twitter and you see anything there's a lot of funny jokes out there um because jerry you should stay off of that um, <laughs> for other people go laugh <laughs> um, i would have laid the two and a half with Ole miss sidelines it should be 3.4 and the total is 55 and a half um feels like an underspot. It didn't work against South Carolina, but it felt like that was the right call, and you had the kickoff yeah. return for the touchdown. You had a bunch of turnovers in the wrong spot. Feels like Ole Miss, feels like an under. What are yep. your thoughts? So B grade on laying the two and a half points with, with Ole Miss. What I would say and, on and the I total. Think, and let me interject. I think another situation where you can't really get to an A grade 
uh, unless it's like plus three or something stupid, because yeah. there is a lot of variability, a lot of variance here with both teams. Like, yep. I, I think it's worth the investment. Again, the B grades, I think it's worth the investment, but I just don't want to be over-invested because like both these teams have been weird this season. And so it's like not worth the A grade yeah. at yep. any number, really. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. On the total, okay, so I'm... I, I don't know this for sure. I'm wondering if uh, Connor Wegman is going to get the start at quarterback for AM. He's the the true tr- true freshman started out third string. Max Johnson has has the broken hand, uh, and then uh, Hans King hurt his. I don't know. I'm gonna go with like I'm not a doctor, um, but it looked like something some muscle in his arm. He did like dislocate his shoulder. He hurt some kind of muscle up here. Mm-hmm. He barely threw the ball. Wegman came in, came in, and you know I was texting with with my father in law, and you know he was talking about you know you know, saying the normal father-in-law things when the game's not going the way that you would, you would want it to. And I was like, look, the issue is not the players. The issue is the backup quarterback comes in and no receivers are running any further than five yards down the field still. So that's just the plays that are being called. Um, they're towards the end of the game when they kind of turned Wegman loose. He was able to get him down the field pretty quickly. Got, got in uh, mm-hmm. range for a field goal there or whatever. To some extent, that was also a little bit of prevent defense from South Carolina. Yes, that, knowing, that that they did, knowing that they could not allow a quick score. Yeah, yeah. The... AM Alabama game. I, I like some of the different things that that AM did on on offense that game. <laughs> the problem was is like they had a bye week and they were like, well, those things worked against Alabama. We're not going to try to do anything different. And they ran these same new plays they ran against Alabama that were no longer new against South Carolina, and they didn't work. And they were like, hey, we know what you're going to try now. If you're going to try something funny, we know what it is. Yeah. So my my thing here is is that I think Ole Miss's defense may have some issues here and i think jimbo may get a, another kick in his butt to be like hey you may need to put some other mm-hmm. plays in and this time with maybe the most talented quarterback he has on the roster mm-hmm. i still think it should probably be under 55 and a half uh but what i would say is it's only going to get a b grade and not an a grade just because i think there is going to be some variability with the AM offense i think you could see some different things maybe that you haven't seen the whole season it's probably going to end up in the same result but i would just be you know I would be lying to you if I just said that I had complete confidence that there's no way this game goes over because I just don't know what you're going to get from the AM offense this week. Yeah, and I agree. And I like that we're under a key number here. We've got the hook on the key number, but uh, that totally makes yeah. sense. And Ole Miss has played some weird games, so just some variability there as well. That their yeah. defense is good enough here probably to stop, even if it's revamped an AM offense that still isn't going to be that exciting, but yep. um, enough variability that I'm with you. B grade is sufficient. So B grade Ole Miss minus two and a half. B grade under 55 and a half. And wrapping us up finally here yeah. at about almost the two hour mark. Midnight Eastern Hawaii Island special. Wyoming at Hawaii. I've been on Hawaii a lot. Um, I feel like last week I just gave my Hawaii pitch. Cousin Jerry, you were just like, yep. I like it. Sure. If you like it, I like it. Because I've nailed Hawaii yeah. lately. Yeah, uh, yeah. Plus, yeah, plus 10 against uh, Wyoming team is showing some signs of life, potentially improving for sure. Wyoming's up almost out of uh, the triple digits. They are ranked 104th, five and three on the season. Hawaii still at 126. Sideline says it should be 9.9. I just, I think this is another uh, situation where I expect a low scoring game. And I think taking the points with Hawaii makes sense just like it has been previously. Um, I think Wyoming probably wins. I just think in a lower scoring game where Wyoming runs the ball a lot, it's harder to get a lot of points. Hawaii's been more of an under team as of late. If this stays in the 40s, maybe even the 30s, harder to win by more than 10. So I think at 10, 
I like playing Hawaii and I like going under 50. What are your thoughts here? I like the the under 50 a lot. I think the only question is, is, is what kind of grade are we going to give it? Um, I know that the Hawaii unders have been pretty easy to come by as of late, but I think that Wyoming may be... <laughs> can't believe I'm saying this. Wyoming's offense might be a little bit better than some of the other offenses that Hawaii has played recently. That is a concern because Hawaii has played some very terrible offenses in this stretch. Yeah. So I, I definitely want to go under 50. I think I may only give it a B grade though. And this is another one of those things where like playing Hawaii kicking off at like midnight Eastern or whatever time it is. I just don't know if there's like a number that you could give me where I would give it like, okay, okay, no, I'm like, if it got to 55, I'd say it would be an A grade under at 55, but there's no way it's ever going to get there. Um, I think I would give a, a B grade to under 50. What do you think? I would push for an A on the under and a B on the plus 10. And here's the reason why. A, uh, everybody wants big plays on the last game of the night. But seriously, <laughs> not because of that. Uh, we look at Wyoming I agree that their offense is better than some of the Hawaii's played, but they play relatively slow. You look at last week's game against Utah State. That game got to 42 simply because of a two-point conversion. The week before against New Mexico got to 41. Against San Jose State the week before got to 49. Uh, against Air Force got to 31. Even against Northern Colorado, it only got to 43. The only games that have gone over are that wonky game against Tulsa, which we keep talking about. It's going to yeah. be the most random talked about game this season on this show. And the yeah. BYU game, we talked about BYU is just terrible on defense. Yeah. I don't see how they get to 50. Hawaii is not the type of team to drag them up into that into that game, in my opinion. they had, This is a better offense, potentially. But again, it's one that just moves at a slower pace. So I still think under, to me, 48 is my A grade. Yeah, under yeah. maybe 48 and a half because maybe you want the win at 48, but that's to me the right. threshold where it's not an A grade. But I think B grade Hawaii plus 10 and A grade under the 50s, how I would play it. And, well, and I, I think maybe I need to look at it another way as well that like um, Wyoming could win this game 38 to 10. You know, mm-hmm. who says that Hawaii is going to score that many points in this game? And so maybe that's that's another way to look at it. So sure, let's give let's give the A. Again, you're never going to have to try very hard to talk me into an A grade on the under. So let's give an A grade to under 50 and a B grade on Hawaii plus 10. All righty. So that finishes up the longest episode we've ever had. We have just hit the two hour mark. So uh, congrats, Cousin Jared, for making it through uh, two hours of this. Yeah. Uh, only only one more episode this week because we talked about two thirds of the games already. Um, have I have do you have any party words or have we uh, have we have we talked you out already at this point? No, we we are completely talked out, and I'm glad that that our friend Jake will be on the the next show. Uh, you know, because we already spoke for two hours here, man. We really need somebody else to come through us for us on this third episode and kind of give the viewers all sorts of different perspectives that we weren't able to give on these two hours. Yeah, and I, I I love that we'll have a, a little bit of time for that third episode too, because now all the numbers can move, and hopefully now the other ones will have things to talk about. Because I think the games yeah, we didn't yeah. talk about today were all the games we'd have been like. Uh, it's well-priced. So hopefully yeah, all yeah. those numbers move and then we have good things to talk about for the rest of the games and, uh, to make that episode and, worth watching. And yeah, and we know that there's going to be some movement between now and then on some of these other games. So I, I'm sure there'll be plenty of new things for us to talk about by then. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. We'll be back with you all week again with more sports betting content. But until we see you again, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can get your betting money, but please... Don't bet your any money.